From Stanford, Connecticut, it is the Animal Farm Radio Show, the best place for all your political needs. The date today is February 9th, 2009. My name is Benjamin Miller, and I'm chilling here with my fellow degenerates, Tony Pack. Hello, Ben. And Pyeth on the soundboard. Hello. We've got a great show for everybody tonight. We're going to be talking about Rahm Emanuel. I'm going to focus in on him a little bit. Yeah. No, bastard. Uh, but we're also going to be talking about the economy and the latest educational, educational news and your phone calls as well. And uh, Tony will also lubricate you tonight with the sci-fi, the poisoned, and the hopefully drunk. Straight ahead, you are on the farm. <laughs> To the Animal Farm Radio Show on the Freedom Underground Radio Network. Hey, you're listening to Ben, Tony, and Pyatt on Animal Farm Radio Show. Hey, you touch that dial, I'll break your f***ing head. Welcome to the Animal Farm Radio Show. We are here. We are live. 512-879-3805, as always, is the number. And it is animalfarmshow.com. We have yeah. some great stuff tonight, Ben. Lots of interesting articles, a lot of good news, a lot of bad news, as always. But, of course, we do start off with the lubrication. And now tonight, sci-fi, the poison, the hopefully drunk. We start out with a man who boldly robs Colorado store with a Star Trek sword. Uh, this is a personal favorite of mine. The what? Star Trek? Star Trek or Trek? Star Trek. Star Trek. Oh. Like the show Star Trek. <laughs> the Klingon thing? Yeah, yeah well, the Klingon okay. thing. Well, that's, that's, that's cool. Call- the bat left? That's right. Don't Colorado police say a man with too much Star Trek on his mind used a sword modeled after the weapon carried by Klingon warriors. The bat ben. left, yeah. <laughs> 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 ah, pathetic. Oh, my goodness. Uh. To demand money from two convenience stores, investigators say the man took an unknown amount of cash from a 7-Eleven store Wednesday, but left empty-handed when he tried to rob another store about 25 minutes later. Police Lieutenant David Whitlock says no one was injured. The StarTrek.com website says the double-pointed sword used by the Klingons on Star Trek is a crescent-shaped and about a yard long. Now, they didn't actually name it in this one, Ben, but I think you're absolutely right. Police did specify what material it was made of. No one has been charged in the incident. Did not specify. I beg your pardon. So, uh, no no harm, no foul. And moving on here. Pi- <laughs> on the circus, right next to the dog-faced boy. <laughs> the poisoned. And uh, this can Concerns me. I mean, once in a, when I do go to McDonald's, once in a very blue moon, I do get an iced tea because I don't really dig soda. But 
A woman is saying that McDonald's poisoned her. Uh, she, they, they served her an iced tea containing clean, a cleaning chemical. What's a, a big deal? McDonald's poisons everybody. Well, I mean, come on, though, Ben. I mean, you know, the, the, my goodness. Baltimore, a uh, Baltimore woman said that when she ordered an iced tea at local McDonald's restaurant last year, employees gave her a cup containing a cleaning chemical. Carol Jones has filed a $100,000 oh, lawsuit in Baltimore City Court. The lawsuit alleges negligence and breach of warranty. Jones attorney Pr- Patricia Stegler said the cup contained a sanitizer used on kitchen equipment. Stegler said Jones immediately spat out the liquid when it burned her mouth, but was found by others to have suffered a mild or moderate chemical reaction as well. Ugh. Franchise owner Cynthia Brown declined to comment on the lawsuit in a statement and emailed through McDonald's spokeswoman. Brown said the matter was being taken very seriously. Hamburgers. That's right. Moving on to hamburgers. The- <laughs> Stone of any I love hamburgers. Moving on, and this is good news for us. Hopefully, drunk. Uh, new report says that alcohol can lead to better sex. My goodness, can you find anything these days? Rather than damaging a man's sexual performance, Pyeth, very good. A good stiff drink actually improves a man's sexual prowess in the bedroom. Australian researchers found that men who drink report as many as 30% fewer problems than those who didn't drink at all. Uh, a drink, though, right? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I think, yeah, I think this is talking about... This is not like when you drink uh, five shots of uh, whatever that stuff is. Shlevovitz. Dr. Ku Kim Chu of Western Australia's Keog Institute for Medical Research told London Sunday Telegraph that men... I don't like Chinese people. <laughs> that men who drank within safe moderate guidelines seem to have the best erectile function. In Chu's study of 1,580 Australian men, even binge drinkers, Ben, function better sexually than those who never drank. So there's, oh, me, there's, I'm, just, I'm just trying to make an example here. Crackheads. Tony. <laughs> Don't tell anybody. Quote, we found that compared to those who have uh, never touched alcohol, many you took shots in the studio. You took right, five though. shots of Shlevovitz in two minutes. Uh, uh, whatever. Uh, they, they found it's that. It's well known by everybody. Yeah, though. the quote is, Many people do benefit from some alcohol, including some people who drink outside the guidelines. Chu said, "I'm wondering if they're going, uh, if they're accounting for the beer goggles factor here, Ben." But there you go. That is the sci-fi we the poison need an energy bill that encourages consumption. That's right, George. <laughs> sci-fi poison, hopefully drunk, and hopefully you all liked it. Welcome to the Animal Farm. DeadlineLive.info still is the chat room. You can go mingle with some great folks there, and then, like as always, you can call us and talk about whatever you like here on the Animal Farm at five one two eight seven nine three eight zero five. The phone lines are open. And we certainly hope to hear from you. And Ben, I mean, we cover, we're covering a lot of interesting news tonight. Mm-hmm. Of course, we weren't here Friday, so we're doing a little bit of catch up. But there's a lot of fresh news on the plate, and uh, I think it's going to encourage a lot of thought tonight. And I think we're going to get some calls. So, yeah. uh, you want to start out? Anything particularly you want to start out with? You want to start out with the. Uh, the Rolling Stone article? Yeah. That I think, got this you know, dude uh, tortured and beaten? Well, we talked about Rahm Emanuel and how he's going to disarm America because, uh, you know, if you're on the no-fly list, you shouldn't you shouldn't have the right to bear arms, yeah. of course. You know, that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. And uh, I want to bring that up Shut after up. you talk about this particular article and just show competency yeah, and, sure. and compare it. But go ahead, man. I'll, I'll, I'll start, start off with this article, and, and it's... <sighs> I just, it's disturbing, I know. <laughs> this is one of the things that pissed me off really bad today. Put that. your emotions aside. Yeah. <laughs> CIA made Rolling Stone satire into Dirty Bomb Plot, a mm. uh, report says. How to build an H-bomb was a joke, but apparently helped buttress a uh, CIA case. A British citizen held at Guantanamo Bay, who the Pentagon accused of plotting to build a dirty bomb, had actually been reading a satirical article reposted from Rolling Stone, according to a British newspaper report. Uh, ben Yem Mohammed, an Ethiopian janitor who was seeking asylum in Britain, allegedly admitted to browsing a story that in, instructs readers how to build a nuclear bomb. Good boy. Trouble is, the story was apparently a joke. Muhammad says that he made the admission and others relating to purported terrorism after being beaten 
hung by his wrist for a week, having a gun held to his head and held in a dungeon-like cell at the U.S. prison of Guantanamo Bay. Uh... Incredible, man. A British newspaper reported Sunday that the offending article, How to Build an H-Bomb, was actually published in Rolling Stone and reposted on the other websites. Uh, written by Barbara and Rick and Rerark. I don't know, that's weird. The publication's food editor, Rolling Stone journalist Peter Binsky and uh, scientist Michio Kaku, it claims that a nuclear weapon, nuclear weapon can be made using a bicycle pump and with liquid uranium poured into a bucket and swung round. So he was, he was well, reading this, this article. He was reading an article that was just ridiculous because it was just a joke. You know, it was how to build an H bomb, and uh, and it was just satirical. And the guy's reading the article, and he gets pinched for it. Then they put him in Guantanamo Bay, and they torture him. So he admits that, yeah, I was trying to build a, a bomb, and uh, and well, he now, admits it because he was getting because he was he had a torture. gun held to his head yeah. and was you know getting beaten and hung by his wrist in a dungeon-like cell. I mean, I, this this is the type of just thing that just... Just for reading the article, though? Just for reading the article. This is the type of thing, man, that where... Why? This is the reason why our government just had zero credibility now, man, because crap like this, how many, how many innocent people are out there that are just tortured into admitting that they're terrorists, and then the neocons go on air and say, "Oh, we've we've gotten so many terrorists," and they probably sure. count this person as a, as a freaking terrorist. Oh, sure, for reading, by now, of course. Yeah, for reading a, a Rolling Stone article. I mean, it's just we have no credibility whatsoever. Well, that's the other thing too, Ben. And t- speaking of credibility, we'll get to the Rahm Emanuel clip. But just the fact that uh, the people out there who, in defense of the Patriot Act, would say, "Well, if you have nothing to hide, then what's the problem? Yeah. If you're not doing anything wrong, then you oh, have shit. nothing to." Hide. Yeah. Well, this is one of, of many examples of how things can go awry and how these types of, you know, dare I say checks and balances or type of uh, legislation like the Patriot Act can go horribly wrong because they're looking for this and looking for that. And if you're reading something now, you're a terrorist. Yeah. So that there's no boundaries. And then let's get to the Rahm Emanuel clip that says if you're on the terrorist no-fly list, I mean, of all things to measure whether or not you're a harm to the state, yeah. the terrorist no-fly list, I mean, you get better results by those three questions they used to ask, uh, you know, did you pack your bag? Have you left your bags unattended? Mm-hmm. I mean, what is this nonsense? Yes. Play absolute, the clip to refresh our memory, then. Bonkers, Please man. do. Now, what do we got to do? Because let's be, um, and Sarah's right, people's intimidation on this issue is not defined by just Republicans. There are Democrats intimidated by this issue. Wrongly, but intimidated, and they think their politics and their community is such that they can't do this. The truth is, what we need again to get moving on this legislation is put together a crime strategy like we had before, which is why we passed the bill today on the cops, putting money back into putting police officers on there, getting voices for change, and then making sure that we have a president, I cannot put my partisanship aside, a Democratic president, (laughs) who will take that office and use it to protect the streets and the kids that grow up on those streets and make sure that we once again have an assault weapon ban, a Brady bill with the full force of the law on the land, because we need somebody in the Oval Office that moves this Congress. We had an election about change. People are clear about the special interests. They are tired of that gridlock the special interests cause in Washington. And I think the most simple thing we can do, and we've got to make this a number one issue as a test vote and then take it into the election. Yeah. That is, if you are on the no-fly list because you are known as maybe a possible terrorist, you cannot buy a handgun Just, just that statement. You can pause it there, Ben. That's all you need to hear and as you're known as maybe Lying a... piece of sack of shit, <laughs> trash can, gummies, dirt bag, bitch! 
So again, let's explain to people how we Chief make this staff, how we make this leap of of him, you know, essential of this person um, just reading an article and getting thrown into a prison, tortured uh, for doing absolutely nothing, and then this person saying that we need to take the handguns away from people that are on the no-fly list when when there are over a million people, over, over a million Americans on the no-fly list in this country, um, and, and this guy just wants to take all their guns. I mean, the, the fact that we can't even de- determine wh- who's innocent and who's guilty in this whole thing, and they just want to take everybody's guns and, sw- and let God sort it out. Well, yeah, I mean, I think the problem is massive, and you look at these uh, the ABC organizations that are supposed to be looking for the enemies of the state, the FBI, the, uh, the CIA, the NSA, the mm-hmm. TSA, and then, you know, how often do you talk about not only just the corruption within these organizations, Ben, but the activities that these organizations are engaged in that are completely un- unattached or mm-hmm. non-related to to catching terrorism. The CIA's plane that crashed, what, in Mexico with the, the tons of cocaine yeah, in it? four tons of cocaine, what, yeah. So they're using the, what, the cocaine money to fund anti-terrorism? Mm-hmm. I mean, what kind of uh, excuse? I mean, how many more times are these organizations are going to get caught with their pants down? Not to mention the Most FDA. judgments are made in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> Not to mention the FDA uh, going out there and literally having quotas that they need to that they need to find potential terrorists, and they have quotas that they have to meet. Uh, and, and the, and the FBI. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, the, the, uh, the air marshals actually. The, the air <laughs> marshals actually. They have to go on there and they have to they have to meet right. a quota of finding supposed terrorists on on planes. So of course they're you know finding all these innocent that. all these innocent people and and charging them with crap so that they can meet their quota. Uh, it, you know when when it, when a government like this becomes so self destructive, it, it's it's no longer a legitimate government, and that's really just the only conclusion that I've come to at this point is that they are not legitimately legitimately there to help the American people. They're there to enslave them, and that is a sad right. realization. Man. Yeah, there's no question that there's there's certainly yeah. counterproduction going on when you look at it from an American standpoint. And okay, so maybe to the untrained ear, many many people out there are saying, "Well, come on, you know, we have a new administration, you know, we're going to get change." And I said, "Okay, I'm I'm, I'm all for the change, and I'd love to see the change." So far, I haven't. Seen Seen any real change? I've seen a couple of executive I don't orders. Like change. Uh, I, I, you know, we're, we need change in a big way. But now we're talking about Rahm Emanuel. So he is the chief of staff yeah. under Obama. He's been elected. So uh, this is him talking about grabbing your guns. And Peter and I yesterday were, you know, looking online. I hope they don't uh, get arrested tonight for it. But we were looking online for guns, Ben. I know that's anti-American. Ooh. We were looking for maybe getting some some more firearms because it looks like it's going to get really crazy and they're going to start grabbing them all over the place. Mm-hmm. But. <laughs> Speak, you know, moving on, Obama's Justice Department backs Bush secrecy on rendition suit. And, you know, let's, let's talk more about this new update out of ACLU. An attorney for President Obama's Department of Justice has told the Ninth U.S. Uh, Circuit Court of Appeals that it supports the Bush administration's controversial state secrets defense in a lawsuit over the prior president's extraordinary rendition program. George W. So mm. I'm scratching my head. I'm like, wait a minute. You said you were going to close Gitmo. Yeah. So far, I, that's that seems like it's in limbo. You said you were going to pull out the troops out of Iraq, and I have more updates on that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, break coming up here, folks. I want to talk about this article out of uh, rawstory.com. I'm going to bookmark it once again. Animal Farm Show is our website. You can follow along there. We shall return. That's a fact. That's a fact.
the superfood for you and your family. Hemp has nutritional values that far exceed any known plant. Hemp, used for food, clothing, and shelter since time began. Hemp, this God-given food source is controlled by your government, making it not legal to grow for American people and farmers, but legal to import. Our founding fathers grew hemp because they knew of the benefits it offered. The protein powder, seeds, and oil are available through HempUSA.org. Recommended daily intake of this food source will allow the body to heal itself from many ailments. Loaded with potassium, magnesium, calcium, essential fatty acids, amino acids, and nutrients not available in other plants. Hemp can be stored with a long shelf life as a life-sustaining food source for you and your family. Could this be the government's best-kept secret? Call today at 908-691-2608 and see what the powder, seeds, and oil can do for you. Learn. Help. Shop at HempUSA.org. We do not charge for shipping. That's 908-691-2608 or go to HempUSA.org today. Hey, Jack Blood here, host of Deadline Live. I wanted to share with you my secret weapon in fighting the new world order. It's a new product called Enerfood. Enerfood is bar none the best health supplement I've tried, and I've tried them all. With many ingredients like spirulina, chlorella, dulse, kelp, barley, grass, alfalfa, leaf, beetroot, orange peel, winter cherry root, it really is nothing less than superfood. I couldn't imagine having to shop and prepare all of these ingredients, but now I don't have to. Enerfood's done it for me. A simple scoop of powder every day is all all it takes. No fillers, no miracle claims, no magic bullets, just a real product with real results. Call them today and mention Jack Blood and get a special discount. Get the two-pack special with the coconut oil powder. Call them now, 1-866-762-9238, 1-866-762-9238, or simply go to enerfood.com. That's E-N-E-R, enerfood.com. Tell them Jack Blood sent you. Now, you and your friends and family can enjoy the cleanest, most delicious, and healthy drinking water anytime, even while traveling, camping, at sporting events, or in emergency situations. The Berkey Light removes bacteria, cysts, parasites, and harmful chemicals to below detectable levels. It reduces nitrates and unhealthy minerals like lead and mercury, while leaving in the beneficial and nutritional minerals your body needs. The Berkey Light is so powerful, it can purify raw, untreated water from remote lakes and streams. The optional PF2 filters even remove fluoride. The Berkey Light LED, with its rechargeable lighting system, can be used as a nightlight or camp light. To view or purchase your Berkey water system and replacement filters, please visit Freedom Underground Radio's website homepage at WFURadio.com and click the Berkey banner. Once again, that's WFURadio.com and click the Berkey water banner. Not yet available in Iowa. You're listening to the future of talk. Freedom Underground Radio. Underground Radio. You're not going to shove a dictatorship down the throat of the American people. They'll kill you. They'll kill you. And they can. That's right, Rahm Emanuel. You go come after our guns. You want to come after our guns, you'll get them. I wish I agreed with Mr. LaRoche. I love yeah. that clip. I wish I agreed with him. I don't agree with him. Yeah, I know. I wish, people, I wish people had that attitude that we're yeah. not going to be taken over. We will not let this happen, yeah. at least in a big enough number. I know a lot of folks do feel that way, but anyway, man. Yeah, this is a guy, Rahm Emanuel. <clears throat> mails... What will you do without freedom? <laughs> <laughs> he mails a freaking dead fish to somebody. Will you fight? Yeah, you were doing some uh, 
bit of a biography search about Rahm Emanuel, a new chief of staff. What did you find, Ben? To share with us. <laughs> Apparently, this guy mailed a dead fish to somebody. <laughs> My uh, it happened 20 years ago, but hey. Uh, <laughs> Uh, he, he, I guess, apparently sent it to a donor, um, and he sends donors all types of things, cheesecakes, um, from Eli's, a famous Chicago bakery, but I guess he sent a, pol- a pollster, a two and a half foot decomposing fish in the mail. Isn't that nice? And the, pol- <laughs> the pollster apparently just did something wrong to the guy, and, uh, that was the way, and then there, there was another incident here. Where he he knifed a dinner table. This is this is incredible. The most infamous Rambo story of them all is the one that begins with a dinner that night after Bill Clinton was elected in 1992. Among those present at the dinner table was ABC News anchor George Stephanopoulos, who uh, who watched while an overwrought and clearly exhausted Emmanuel began ranting at a long list of Clinton enemies. As he shouted each name, he stabbed the table with his steak knife. Not Nat Landau dead. Cliff Jackson dead. Apparently, others joined in. <laughs> Bring so me the big knife. I'm going to cut my throat. <laughs> so, apparently, this guy's just absolutely psycho, and he'll do, you know, just crazy things like, yeah. you know, lose his mind at a dinner table in front of a bunch of people and start stabbing the dinner table and then getting pissed off at somebody and sending him a dead fish. Which Did is- you know? Get it, honey. He's crazy. You know, he's actually, he was actually a musician, too. Was he? Rahm, really? Eman- Rahm Emanuel. I actually have a, a download of one of his tunes. Check it out. I <laughs> uh, can't get enough of it. I was a little inspired last week and did a couple of Obama songs, good, and man. there you go. So, Rahm Emanuel, that's a pretty interesting... That was his band, huh? Interesting addition. <laughs> yeah, Rahm Emanuel wrote that song, and I thought it was beautiful, especially at the end. Well, uh, just the end part, you know, when he has the uh, Pastor Manning clip there. But anyway, moving on. Uh, so, yeah, Rahm Emanuel's an unde- undesirable dude, and I guess I am... Obviously a biased person when it comes to politics and administrative people. But like I said during the break, Ben, the first time I saw this guy on TV, the first time I heard him speak, you know, it's just – and probably overdoing it and I'm probably over uh, – I'm, I'm a melodramatic person. I'll admit that. But it just – something did not ring well in Your my head with sense, him. Right? I just feel like this guy is going to take the ball and run in whatever direction he wants to run with it. And so far, I think a lot of what he said in his press conferences have shown that. But we go to the phones, 512-879-3805. And due to our very sophisticated phone system, we have restricted anonymous caller. No phones. You're on the air. You're on the animal phone. What's on your mind? What's going on, man? It's Doug from Austin. Hey, Doug, what's going on, man? What's on your mind? Not a man. I was just listening to you guys talking about Rahm Emanuel, and this guy's a, not only a dual Israeli citizen, he's not a big fan of the Second Amendment, but he's a psychopath. I mean, you were talking about how he was at this uh, uh, pl- uh, speech, it was like this uh, pro-Clinton speech mm-hmm. that was uh, right before Tony Blair gave the speech. He started screaming at Tony Blair, don't you F this up. Don't you F this up. And, you know, I mean, you talk about it. He was, like, grabbing steak knives, stabbing them into the table, saying, you know, this, giving out this list of betrayers, shouting, dead, dead, 
dead. I mean, you know, where do they pick up these guys? We get people like Timothy Geithner. The guy says that he uh, used TurboTax, if you can believe that. And, of course, it was an oversight on his part. He, he messed up. But, you know, if you and I don't pay taxes, you know, we're going to see the guys with black ski masks and uh, machine guns there to, to collect for the IRS. It's just, you know, you look at the hypocrisy. You're also talking about the, t- uh, the TSA. And the, the war on terror and, you know, some of these things. I mean, for God's sakes, they're still giving people uh, pilot's licenses that have expired visas. I mean, I don't know when the American people are just going to wake up and say, you know, this is all just BS, guys. Yeah, Doug, it's it's a great point. I think as, as embarrassing as the tax issues have been for Geithner and for the other people in, in Chief of Staff, obviously, um, with um, uh, name, please. I'm missing my name. Geithner didn't pay taxes. And so uh, did, uh, Dashiell. Dashiell, thank you. <clears throat> now Dashiell's not. Just, just that one issue, is it's, it's embarrassing, and it's a lot of what you hear on the talk radio, the left and the right, these issues that they just never stop talking about, where maybe on our shows, uh, you know, it, it's a small story and we move on. But see, I think that's probably, in some ways... Maybe not so much a whitewash, but it's just kind of to get your mind off of the really important things. And you bring up an interesting point about support of Israel and how Rahm Emanuel has – I've heard dual citizenship. I'm not sure if that's true, Ben. I'm not trying to yeah, put that so. forward. But either way, he's openly pro-Israel. And like we talk about, that's one of the big problems with America is our support for Israel and how it's engaging us in so many entangling alliances and in these wars that we are inevitably a part of. So yeah. uh, no, it's a, it's a great point, Doug. Anything else? No, I, mean, I just want to tell you guys, I just got a chance to listen to you today, and you guys are uh, definitely kicking butt, man, and we really appreciate it. Listen, listening to you here in Austin, Texas, loving it. Doug, thanks so much. Yeah, man. Um, Thank you. What do you guys think? <laughs> yeah, I got Mike just, on here, too. Oh, hey, what's I'm up? Just I'm just Hey, no, man. Love your show, man. Keep up the good work, and uh, hey, we'll be listening in one form or another. Well, yeah, absolutely. Don't Thank hang you. up yet, guys. I want to get your, your thoughts on the Rahm Emanuel song. Did you guys hear the Rahm Emanuel song that I played? What do you guys think about that? No, you know what? We didn't hear it on this end through the phone system, so I'm, I'm not sure if it went out on air, but okay. uh, we Let didn't me, get to hear it. I'm we gonna, kind of... Yeah, I'll, I'll play it for you guys. Give me one second. Okay, I'm going to play this. this is the Rahm, we, we discovered the Rahm Emanuel is actually a musician, and uh, <laughs> this was this was mind-blowing. Let me play you guys the song, and I'll get you guys your, your comments on it. That's his girlfriend singing, by the way. Yeah, that's his Yeah, okay. Well, actually, uh, Pyeth also has another clip. Uh, Pyeth, you want to play that clip, too? This way the boys get an experience of what he's all about. Yeah. yeah. This is a really good clip off his album. Who's the black private dick that's a sexy machine to all the chicks? Obama! <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> I can dig it. That's right. Uh, all right, boys. Well, thank you. First of all, you guys want to promote your show and your website? Why don't you Why don't you give it out real quick? This way, people know how they, they can get in touch with you. Uh, if they want to get in touch with us, just go to blacklistednews.com. If they they roam around the links, they'll also find the Animal Farm show amongst uh, thousands of other ones. So just check it out, blacklistednews.com. 
Excellent. You guys are great, man. Thanks for the call, guys, and thanks for the input, because it, it, so often we talk about so many issues, Ben, and we do forget to mm-hmm. bring up so many uh, little intricacies and little things involved. And, you know, how often do I bring up an article and say, oh, my God, I, oh, I totally forgot about this, and mm-hmm. you'll bring up one as well. So, Well, I guess, you know, the, the, the answer to the question of how do, the, how do these people get into power, it's, you know, the same way that crap floats to the top of the toilet, like we say. <laughs> why does you it know? do that, though? I, why does it can do we, that? Can we just... figure out how to watch the top of the toilet bowl, Ben? How do we do that? <laughs> it's just the... It's just the uh, oh, physics of it, man. No. <laughs> these these power-hungry bastards, they go in there and they try to get power. They're control freaks, essentially, and they want power over over people's lives. They want to tell people what to do, so they need to get into systems of control that let them do that, and that's what happens. Yeah. Ron Manuel is a perfect example of that. He wants to go out there. He wants to steal people's guns. He obviously thinks the government's right in every single thing that they do, despite the fact that they had a Republican uh, government beforehand, and he was talking junk about them all day. Now, he, now they can't do anything wrong, and, and and now if you're on the terrorist watch list, we have to steal your guns. I mean, sure. he's, he's a gun-grabbing bastard. Yeah, no question. And, you know, the government it, is evil. Yeah, and one of the most <laughs> one of the most incredibly smooth operations I've seen so far is how Obama can somehow still have people believing that he's anti-war when he's openly pro-war. And you know, right after he got uh, inaugurated, I think, or maybe before he got inaugurated on the twentieth, you know, openly saying CIA uh, Al Qaeda, you know, number one threat to the country. I mean, this this sounds like Bush Curious speaking. About this, I've been uh consistent about this uh, that we have one president at a time when it comes to foreign policy yeah, before inauguration uh, and <laughs> so i don't want to get too far afield in terms of uh what our our policies uh, are going to be i can refer <laughs> back to what i said during the campaign and the fact that i haven't changed my mind uh bin laden uh, and al-qaeda are our number one threat for yeah the that's right Ch- number one threat change you can believe in thank you right back stay tuned Are gasoline and diesel fuel costs eating away your personal and business finances? Stupid question, right? Where there was a simple, low-cost and safe engine add-on that allowed your car, SUV, pickup, or even your semi to use water as a fuel? Yes, I said water. We have the answer. Go to hydrofreedom.com now to find out how you can boost your vehicle's gas mount by 30, 50, or even 70% or more using water and gasoline together. An easy-to-assemble add-on produces HHO, a combination of hydrogen and oxygen, often called Brown's gas, and the only byproduct created is good old water. Your engine will run smoother, last longer, and have more power, better engine performance, and less harmful emissions. You may even qualify for an IRS refund just for using it. Check us out at hydrofreedom.com. Break away from the oil cartel and save money in the process. Go to hydrofreedom.com to learn more. That's www.hydrofreedom.com. Deadline Live and Jack Ludd are proud to announce our new bookstore. 
Okay, it's not really our online bookstore where you can get every title, book, and DVD you hear about on our live show. It's brought to you by the people at Brave New Books. BraveNewBookstore.com is the newest, bravest, and most complete bookstore online today. And their DVD selection has all the titles you need to decode the new world order and fight the information war. BraveNewBookstore.com has awesome t-shirts to proudly display your patriotism and liberty stickers to alert the public at large. Brave New Books is physically located at 1904 Guadalupe Street under the Chase Bank Building next to UT in Austin, Texas. So stop on by and maybe stay for one of their film showings. Go to bravenewbookstore.com now to peruse the virtual bookstore and look for the Jack Blood recommended section. Or call them at 866-516-6623. 866-516-6623 to order the books and videos you hear about on Deadline Live. Be the resistance. Tell your friends about bravenewbookstore.com. Government is best, which governs least. Wake up and smell the fascism. Being in government means never having to say you're sorry. What part of unconstitutional do you not understand, George? In today's world full of tyranny and injustice, sometimes it seems the only thing we still have is our freedom of speech. Exercise your freedom of speech by purchasing your choice of hundreds of different Liberty Stickers, from humorous to serious, at libertystickers.com. LibertyStickers.com can even customize your own bumper stickers. It's time to stand up for what you believe. Invest in your freedom. Get your stickers at LibertyStickers.com for your family, friends, and community. Go to LibertyStickers.com or call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. And express your freedom of speech today. Call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. News and information you can trust. You're listening to Freedom Underground Radio. Freedom. Freedom. Underground Radio. Freedom Underground Radio. Animal Farm, you are back. Number is 512-879-3805. Thank you, Chewy. Want to get your thoughts on a lot of things. We're keeping on the, you know, I guess you can call it, Ben, the continued 100-day honeymoon checkup. We're just trying to make hmm. sure that, uh, you know, hopefully that our, our predictions are wrong. We want to see real change. We want to see uh, Gitmo taken down. We want to see troops getting at least withdrawn from Iraq. We'll talk about Afghanistan when it happens. But 100% satisfaction guarantee. Yeah, and being the un- impatient person that I admittedly am, I'm very impatient, Ben. I'm just trying to keep an eye on things. And so far, I don't really see much <laughs> happening. We're talking about right now the Stephen Webster article out of the Raw Story. Once again, the delicious section out of our website is on animalfarmshow.com right at the top. And I'll read on a little bit more, but just basically how uh, ultimately no. I mean, they're they're pretty much condoning the secrecy. Under the Bush administration, the U.S. government used false claims of national security to dodge judicial scrutiny of extraordinary rendition. Ben Wisner, an ACLU staff attorney, said in a Monday media advisory, the case presents the first test of the Obama administration's dedication to transparency and willingness to act on its con- condemnation of torture and rendition. The administration should unequivocally reject the Bush administration's abuse of the state secrets privilege and permit this case to go forward. Victims of extraordinary rendition deserve their day in court. I personally agree. And one final little uh, tidbit here. A source inside the 9th U.S. District Court tells ABC News that a representative of the Justice Department stood up to say 
that its position hasn't changed, that new administration stands behind arguments that previous administration made with no ambiguity at all, continued ABC. So I ought to break a broom handle off in your ass. <laughs> I mean, not, not that it's absolute fact, Ben, but I mean, am I wrong? I mean, are we not seeing the same type of... You know, condemnation they're not doing. They're not con- mm-hmm. con- condemning the torture. They're not condemning the secrecy. It seems like the NSA and FBI and CIA are still going to keep on with their illegal wiretapping, and mm-hmm. the Fourth Amendment's not going to get any stronger. It's probably going to be attacked even more. Yeah. We'll get to freedom of speech in the Second Amendment, which we've talked about as well. And but they're n- letting somebody else do their dirty work, essentially. They're, you know, they're outsourcing their torturing to other countries. This way, when they get caught, they could say, oh, no, we've never tortured anybody. We're Americans. We're good. Yeah. Um, but we send them to people that will, you know, Know, pull out their toenails and things of that nature. Oh, good Lord. Uh, and, and that's what happens. You know, it's just passing the buck off and uh, and saying that, you know, we're good Americans. We would never torture anybody. Meanwhile, we're, we're sending them off to, to horrendous places to get tortured in our name. And, and yeah, and just to kind of keep uh, the news fresh and, and new, not to, I'm not making anything up, but sources now say Iraq and Afghanistan withdrawals are going to be delayed. So decisions about withdrawing troops mm. from Iraq Why? and sending more troops to Afghanistan have been delayed until Pentagon provides President Barack Obama with more detail about the risks Liar! and implications of the issues confronting him. And I guess, you know, not to defend him or, you know, I, I want to put it out there, but it, there were some, uh, you know, talks about Barack and the generals there, you know, they were going to delay it because they weren't, ex- the generals are fighting for to keep the troops in Iraq, yeah. and Barack Obama apparently wants to take him out, but according to two senior Pentagon officials, this is where this article comes out of CNN, both officials who asked not to be named because of the sensitivity of the issue have direct understanding of the discussion regarding troop withdrawals. They said in the military is not concerned about the delays, but there is concern about the deteriorating levels of security in Afghanistan, and uh, the officials confirmed that the Pentagon and U.S. Central Command are now working on three Three Iraq combat troop withdrawal options for the president, 16 months, 19 months, and 23 months. <laughs> Pieces of filth. 23 mm. months. I mean, yeah. what? That's, isn't that two years? Yeah. I mean, am I, is my math, isn't that almost yes. two years, right? Isn't 24 two months? Two, I mean, this is unbelievable. And this is what they do. This is how American politics goes. They say, look at this. Here you go. You want this? Vote for me. Mm. And sure enough, when I get it, well. It's delayed, and that well, that's on hold because of this. And well, you know, it's going to happen, but maybe not for two years. Two years, it's half yeah. of his term. Well, listen to this, man. I mean, when I went to that Ron Paul rally in New York City and, and hung out with Luke Radowski and some of the other peeps that were down there, yeah, I, I was interviewed by this reporter. And she came up to me and she asked, you know, what's, you know, what do you, who's this Ron Paul guy? What do you, what do you think? Why is he so good? And uh, you know, why is Barack Obama so bad? And I was telling her, well, you know, it's it's a matter of foreign policy. Barack Obama, uh, Barack Obama, you know, isn't really too into bringing our troops home. He yeah. says that he is, but he's not really so into it. Ron Paul goes out there and he says that we marched him in and we can march him right back out. And that's Ron Paul's stance on things. And I think that's more direct and and uh, and better. And she's goes back to me. Did you know that just tonight Barack Obama said that exact same thing? We marched our troops in there and we can march them right back out. And I said, wow, I didn't know that. I didn't know that he had just said that tonight. Um, and there we go. There we go. Having him go back on, on another thing that he said, we can march our troops in there. We can march them right out. No, we can't. I guess apparently we can't. He was great. I mean, you got to give it. You got to give a hand to him. During the debates, he was very good. He's a very good speaker, and he's, he can sell almost anything because of his charisma. And because mm-hmm. now he's a number one celebrity in the entire world. That's not even debatable. Yeah. Uh, but no, there were a couple of in the early primary type days. There were a lot of things that 
Ron Paul would say during the debates and that you'd hear from Obama, which, they'd you know. steal him. They'd well, straight up steal his lines. They yeah. were effective. So, yeah. I mean, why not do it? And that's the thing. Cool. And, you know, I'm not trying to break up the honeymoon for all the Obama maniacs, but let's be honest. Come on, folks. Now it's time to hold your man accountable. And I would do it, like we always say, we will do the same thing for, uh, for Ron Paul. But, yeah, I mean, you know what, Ben? It seems like the earliest we're even going to be seeing or talking or reporting uh, about Iraqi troop withdrawals is 19 months from today, according to Pentagon officials and according to uh, some of the, I guess, the generals on the ground, what we're being told. Son of a bitch. Yeah. 19 months. I mean, haven't they been there enough? How, how long is too long? Well, apparently we can't just march them right back out. No, 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 because we can't. Now, because we destabilize the nation, now we have to do whatever we have to do. And, and this is the whole thing. So it's incredible. They get you to go to war under false pretenses. They make you think we're winning it. They make you think we've won it. You yeah. tear down the statue on, on national TV. Oh, look at that. We've overthrew a dictator. Isn't that great? Mm-hmm. Isn't America just the great policeman of the world? And sure enough, everything just kind of goes into gloom. It's like this green fog that you just, well, it's two years. Well, now it's four years. Now it's five. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, it's seven We're years. We're reckless, arrogant, stupid dick. And before you know it, you're at war for 15, 20 years, and you can't even remember the day it started. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I personally, Ben, I, I don't think anything's going to happen with this. I, think, yeah. I don't think troops are even going to get withdrawn. I'll be honest with you. It's going gonna, it's gonna to end up being another base that our troops are in there. I mean, what was it? We always say this practically every single show. 150 <laughs> bases overseas and over... Or, over sorry, 150 nations. 800, yes, over 150 nations, over 800 countries. bases uh, out there. And, and, and we're going to add just another one to another uh, another country. And it's just incredible that we can go places and in the name of, you know, freedom, uh, go there and just occupy their land, man. And it's it's kind of it's like... This sounds radical, but no wonder why they're freaking pissed off, and no wonder why they're terrorists, no wonder why they're bombing the hell out of us, because we're like, in the name of free. oh, oh, it's freedom, we're going to come to your country, and we're going to take over, and we're going to set up a large military base, but it's freedom, we're bringing you democracy, just shut up and take it. Yeah, I think the number was, the number 130 countries, I think it was 130, not 150, was it? 130? I think it was, one, it was, I one, think it was over one. Even still, I, I mean, you know, yeah. how, I just, it's Regardless, amazing, eh? you know, how much longer is it going to take people to figure this out, and you know, I, I, don't, I don't know, man, <laughs> at this point, yeah. you know, you it, but that's why it's so difficult now, because now you have this national celebrity, and I think you're seeing some people well, maybe question things. Maybe some mm-hmm. people are waking up, but uh, the mass the mass population I don't think is, and I think that's this was this is a great move. But uh, moving on real quick, I want to talk about this leaky. If elected mayor, my first act will be to kill the whole lot of you yeah, the dem- and burn your turn to cinders. <laughs> it's amazing. It's the pond scum, man, it's, and it's that's a great swi- uh, bait and switch. Yeah, brilliant, yep. very good move. And that's own. what you know. Just to let people know, that's what Ray in Pennsylvania was saying that Catherine Albrecht. Yeah. I was calling him the turd that floats to the top that's of the, the toilet. That's the animal farm take on that's it, which animal- is a great, great thing, by <laughs> yeah. the way. Man. But apparently the more appropriate uh, Catherine Albrecht version is the uh, is the pond scum rising to the yes, top of the that's, pond. Yes, that's yeah. the PG version. Ours is more in the uh, PG-13R version. But uh, <laughs> Senator Patrick Leahy, Democrat of Vermont, <laughs> says a truth commission should look into a whole range of decisions made during the Bush administration. We'll talk about that and so much more. i got some health news. And I want to talk about uh, this other guy. If I can find his name. Yes, um, the Madoff scandal. Yeah. We have some interesting audio regarding Bernie Madoff. Don't want to hang on too much, but stay tuned. Well, this would seem to me a good time for a break. There are many types of storable foods, but how about a superfood that contains every nutrient that the human body needs for survival? 50% protein. 
300 milligrams of potassium per ounce, and calcium and magnesium for your heart and bones, with many more nutrients found in this incredible food source that the government does not want you to have. This product is available in powder, seeds, and oil, and is shipped free to your door in the U.S. This product is illegal to grow in the U.S., but is legal to import. Don't waste time thinking about storing food. Plan ahead and prepare for yourself and your family now, and be in control of your destiny. You can save and invest your money, but in the end, food will be your greatest asset. Remember what the Word of God says in Ezekiel 7:19. Call 908-691-2608 and see what the powder, seeds, and oil can do for you. Remember, food will be your greatest asset. Call 908-691-2608. This product does not contain THC. Call 908-691-2608 today. Collectors, outdoor enthusiasts, survivalists. The Army-Navy store from your memory as a child is just that, a memory. But there is still one place to find everything from gas masks to ammo cans and find it cheap. MainMilitary.com. Get hard to find objects like real wool blankets for under 20 bucks, canteens for just $2, or trioxane fuel for just a dollar a box. M-A-I-N-E, Military.com with free shipping on items over $150, not including heavy items. Find surplus items for cheap now, like 30 caliber cleaning kit for just $2. 99 a piece or a dozen for $30. Flare pistols are only $25. Want to add a brand new Israeli gas mask to your collection? Kids in adult sizes are just $20. Get G3 mags for just 2 bucks or a military fuel can for only $16. Add the siphon holes for another $7.99. Find it all online at MainMilitary.com. With shipping throughout the world, check out MainMilitary.com or call 877-608-0179. That's 877-608-0179. Call today. Gold prices are at historic highs, and with the recent pullback, this is a great time to buy. With the value of the dollar, risks of inflation, geopolitical uncertainties, and instability in world financial systems, I see gold going up much higher. Hi, I'm Tim Roberts and Roberts Brokerage. Everybody should have some of their assets in investment-grade precious metals. At Roberts and Roberts Brokerage, you can buy gold, silver, and platinum with confidence from a brokerage that's specialized in the precious metals market since 1977. If you are new to precious metals, we will happily provide you with the information you need to make an informed decision whether or not you choose to purchase from us. Also, Roberts and Roberts Brokerage values your privacy and will always advise you in the event that we would be required to report any transaction. If you have gold, silver, or platinum you'd like to sell, we can convert it for immediate payment. Call us at 800-874-9760. We're Roberts and Roberts Brokerage. 800-874-9760. No rules. No taboo topics. No fear of doom. We are Freedom Underground Radio. Waking on a sex bomb. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the sex farm. We're on the sex farm. Poke that hay, Ben. <laughs> 512-879-3805. That's the number to reach us. 512-879-3805 to get in touch with us and give us your take on what is happening, uh, especially that bastard Rahm Emanuel. What is not happening, more yeah, importantly. What is not happening. What is not happening. Uh, this article, uh, while we're on the topic of Gitmo, while we're on the talk of, topic of, of foreign policy, 
Uh, might as well get to this. The Obama administration has made the closing of Guantanamo Bay prison uh, facility a high priority. One of Obama's Obama. first executive orders two days after inauguration was that Guantanamo be closed within the year. Human rights activists are applauding the order as well as his promise that all American-led torture will cease. With new, <laughs> Minus what we just said. Right. Uh, with new leadership, many are optimistic that the message of America forces uh, to gather intelligence during conflicts will be dramatically changed. But surprisingly, in Guantanamo's 11th hour conditions are deteriorating due to a massive hunger strike. Strike. Uh, Lieutenant Colonel Yvonne Bradley, a lawyer of detainee Binya Mohammed, revealed the observers uh, Mark Townsend and Paul Harris that 50 out of 260 prim- prisoners within Guantanamo are on strike. 20 of those are unhealthy enough to be listed as critical. The Joint Task Force in charge of Guantanamo has not commented on the hunger strike. So, letting people know what's happening there. Yeah, I know. I know it was a you know problem before he got I into office, but he's Jack in the Box. You know, there's got to be a solution to this. And don't give me that nonsense where the prisons are going to overflow now that we've yeah. released the Gitmo tour. The uh, justice system's going to shut collapse. down. You know what? You, you fix it. You, you this, this administration before it, you know, created the problem. Now fix it. You know what? Try him in court or let him go. Because I can only imagine how many of them are innocent. Not to back up torture or, or to back up the terrorists. But let's be honest. Yeah. They're fighting for a cause. We're fighting for a cause. Don't give me anything otherwise. And speaking of, uh, I don't know what at this point, the, the Bush administration and their failures, Leahy now. Patrick Leahy is uh, really trying to put this truth commission uh, together. He said that a goal of the commission would be to learn the truth rather than prosecute former officials. Good luck. But said the inquiry should reach far beyond misdeeds of the Justice Department under the Bush to include matters of Iraq pre-war intelligence and the Defense Department. Leahy uh, outlined his suggestion for, quote, a Truth and Reconciliation Commission during a speech at Georgetown University Monday. I'm doing this not to humiliate people or punish people, but to get the truth out. So, you know, like I said initially, good luck. Uh, good luck doing that. That's a lot of people in this movement have been trying to do it for a long time with a lot of issues. And uh, so far... We haven't succeeded, but, uh, you know, it's it's just one of those things. And speaking about the stimulus package, I know that it's, this is obviously a huge issue, mm-hmm. one that's been all over the news. And, and what we kind of talked about before about this idea, you know, he's still kind of touting this idea that we can't make the mistakes as the former administration. Barack Obama, about the stimulus package, $819 <laughs> But they billion, did the same thing. He goes, we can no longer posture and bicker and resort to the same failed ideas that got us into this mess in the first place, Obama told the campaign hey, style. you've got to that the measure should be approved despite its imperfections. And, and am I wrong to point out the idea that he's not threatening, but he is kind of saying in so many words that we have to pass this or else? Oh, yeah. Or else <clears throat> what? He's he's practically threatening. Yeah, what I mean, Paulson he's, was doing. He's going he's going out there and he's saying there's there hasn't been more of a, a dire situation than what we have now. We right. have to do this. Of course, he's saying you know let's not make the same mistakes that the Bush administration made. Although they promoted the exact same type of policy, so that in itself is a mistake. I just don't see the lo- I don't see his logic in that. But he goes out there and he and and you know Ron Paul goes out there and says this isn't a. a, a this isn't a, a stimulus package. This is a spending bill. They want to spend money on whatever they can. Then Barack Obama goes out there and says, of course it's a spending bill. How do you think we're going to get the economy back? Of course it's a spending bill. Right. And and it, it, the, the notion from the... I guess the conservative side of things is that the spend that is that we don't have the money to spend. We're so far in debt that there's no way that we could even uh, ever spend this money. So the fact that we're we're you know even more in debt and we're spending more money is is completely suicidal. We're we're contributing to the problem that put us in this situation in the first place. I want I want to say something real quick. Come on, Obama. Obama. 
<laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Terrible. Terrible. <laughs> Come on. Come on, Obama. Obama! All right. <laughs> Obviously, that was more than planned. But this is even, I mean, delving even further, and I, I'm trying to dig up that Ron Paul clip that we played recently about how this is just Sorry. one more step in the opposite direction as far as helping our situation yeah. financially in this country and how it's just going to lead to more debt and more problems. And maybe I'll cue it up because it's so important to understand. And I don't know why people can't figure it out. as We've done this before, and it hasn't worked. So what makes you think this is going to work? Yeah. But now the U.S. may seek private funds for banking bailout. And this is eerie. Check this out, Ben. President Barack Obama's administration will ask the private sector to help bail out the financial system, reports said Monday, oh as gosh. speculation mounted on the eve of the plan's announcement. Treasury Secretary Timothy Geithner was set to unveil a plan Tuesday aimed at resorting confidence in the financial system and credit flows, the lifeblood of the economy. Leaks have multiplied about the highly anticipated financial stability and recovery plan amid cliffhanger interest and after uh, the administration delayed the announcement, initially scheduled Monday, to Focus on a more than $800 billion economic stimulus in Congress. Geithner's plan will include a government partnership with the private sector to buy banks' troubled assets, U.S. newspapers reported Monday. The plan for a so-called aggregator bank is among four main components of Geithner's bailout revamp, the Wall Street Journal reported, citing people familiar with the matter. And finally, the aggregator bank, commonly known as the bad bank, because and we, we talked about this briefly when uh, mm-hmm. Obama talked about it when he brought it out, uh, the, uh, the bad bank, because of toxic assets it, w- it would acquire, would be designed to allow banks to dispose of soared assets without worsening their weakened condition. So uh, the toxic assets are at the core of the financial crisis. They include failing mortgages and other bad investment bets that are weighing on banks and are difficult to value, keeping credit flows seized up. So I can understand some of the logic of trying to buy up these bad assets, but it was initial problem. You know, initially this was the problem that banks were doing. Mm-hmm. So you know, I guess the ultimate question for me, Ben, is why are we bailing out the banks and not helping the people? Well, it's incredible. Why isn't there any balance in this equation? Because it is a Ponzi scheme. Because bailing out the banks is, is supposedly going to you know stimulate them and 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 make it so that they don't fail. But if we were to bail out the people, the people themselves would 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 pay off their debt, which they owe to the banks, which would also stimulate the banks. So there's there's they're really. Uh, they're really just essentially robbing people out in the open. I mean, we have to look at it that yeah, way. because raping us. Yes, because financially. There, there, are all, there are many, many ways to solve the problem. One of the problems is taking that money, okay, This like this article right here, okay, U.S. taxpayers risks $9.7 trillion on bailouts as Senate votes. And 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 it's crazy because, uh, what, what does it say? It says $9.7 trillion is enough to pay off 90% of the nation's home mortgages. So yeah, they can, so they, they, can, they can fix so many of these problems with this money. Exactly, all of us. exactly. So this is this is why this bill is so bad and so transparently bad because they're they're literally raping us and so it, right in front of us. Because if they were to give this money to us, the people, ninety percent of our homes would be paid off. All these problems would be fixed. How, how much how much extra money would each family get every single month? They would go out and buy crap. If their home's all paid for, they could go out and right. buy crap. Pay their bills. Pay off the, the bill and the money that they, they owe. Yeah. And there was a, the New York Post did a, uh, like a separate booklet within the newspaper of all of the houses and, and places in New York City alone that had liens on them. Ben, it was literally 
I don't know, um, 23 or 28 pages long. Just little fine print of all the houses that had liens due to water issues and, and utility. All the properties that had liens on them. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, and how many times do we have to report on stuff like, like this? Uh, U.S. home prices to hit bottom at the year end, study says. There's even this thing out of a CNET that's kind of related, uh, but where the bogus economic stimulus email? I don't know if you you don't really serve Facebook, but on Facebook and I'm sure on MySpace and all these big Twitters and all the big social networking sites, you can almost not avoid seeing these little ads in the right corner or these ads everywhere saying, get your check from the government right now, $17,000. And I looked into it briefly just to see what it was all about, and it seems like it's a complete scam because they show one guy and it's like, I'm Ted Stevenson or something like that, and then it's the same picture in the other one. (laughs) This is the guy with the different, different guy, different name. This is the guy with the question mark suit. (laughs) <laughs> I bet you I would trust him more. But out of a CNETnews.com, and I will just let you sit because I always forget. Uh, beware the yeah, beware the bogus economic stimulus email. And this even email is going on. So check, check it out just to protect the listeners here listening to our show. Online scammers, always quick to exploit the latest news event, are sending out emails promising economic stimulus package payments, but that instead steal, they actually steal sensitive data, the USCERT warned on Friday. Mm. The emails are disguised to look like official internal revenue. Revenue service communications, which I wouldn't trust anyway. <laughs> they offer a link to a website, Ben, that asks for personal information or includes a form that needs to be filled out and returned, the security organization said in an alert. Uh, people who receive the fraudulent email messages are encouraged to send the email message and the website URL to the IRS at phishing at irs.gov. Because after all, no one's going to be bigger than the real what mob. The government does. The is yeah. murder, theft, and counterfeiting. I don't accept oh boy. the legitimacy. Ace Baker. <laughs> thanks, Ace. Thanks for the input, base. We really don't care. Uh, but, you know, either way, back on the stimulus. And the bottom line, Ben, is you know, Obama's coming out and says, endless delay or paralysis in Washington in the face of this crisis will bring only a deepening disaster. And you know what? I don't buy it, man. We, no. we, we survived the last two months. The economy hasn't collapsed yet. And kind of like what Pyeth was talking about last week, you know what? Maybe this is just all being used for the same old passage of the same old bills with the same old pork, and our plates are getting thinner, and our plates has left our plates have less less food on them. And meanwhile, the big wigs are just getting more and more money. And every time a company gets bailed out, what do you get? It's another jet. It's another huge vacation. Yeah. It's martinis and hookers in Vegas. And yet we're sitting here drowning. So I think uh, I, I don't know. We're pathetic. The whole country. I don't know the answer is crap, man. It's it's time to it's time to to make some moves. Unfortunately, I don't know what to do at this point, Ben. We read that we read that uh, the statistics of people uh, who are against the bill. I think only thirty something percent are for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just goes to show. I mean, it goes to show number one that a third of the country can believe anything, and it also goes to show number two that uh, people are starting to understand that that they're being raped right in front of them. Because when you put forth these ideas, hey, instead of uh, bailing these people out, why not give the money to the people? Then the people will pay off their debts that's and radical, the banks ben. will get the money anyways. That's, but that's radical, Ben. And that's the idea. And that's why, well, okay, so we're talking about all these why problems. Not? Why don't we talk about solutions? Here's a solution. Get out of the countries that we occupy right now. Save the billions of dollars that we piss away on defense. It has nothing to do with defense. Get all that money, bring it back home, start helping people get jobs again, and like you say, give us a little something to wet our beaks so that we start paying off our bills. It's not that hard, man. But nobody wants us to succeed. That's why it's not happening. So stay tuned. So much more when we get back. We'll talk about Gary Ackerman, who's just blowing his lid on C-SPAN. Stay tuned.
Can you believe there are forces that don't want you to hear Freedom Underground Radio? We are forward-thinking individuals, pioneers of new media and digital space. FU Radio represents truth without fear. We are always finding new and unique ways to inform people. You can help. Visit our donations page and keep Freedom Underground Radio the pulse of new media. Warning. 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 Radio is habit forming. Habit forming. Habit forming. Use the truth carefully. During these last few months, I've been trained by Al Qaeda, and I'm weak and materialistic. I told our country, and I told the world, if it feels good, do it. I hope you'll join me in expressing fear and selfishness. We will embrace tyranny and death as a cause and a creed. We can be summed up in one word, evil. committed to defeating not only the good work of charities, but the values that will bring lasting peace. And we have a great opportunity during this time of war to lead the world towards suicide and murder. Let's roll. Folks, we are back. Animalfarmshow.com, the website. Of course, as always, the number is 512-879-3805. I guess we'll, we will change gears, you know, but... I, Animal I, Farm Radio Show. I, just, you know, I know throughout the weeks and, you know, when we report, we get on the show, I know we talk about things a lot and then we kind of repeat ourselves. It's hard not to because, day, you know, news mm-hmm. uh, day-to-day doesn't always change so much, but it's just amazing how someone who like me who really has no you know uh, education in the financial industry I really c- couldn't tell you too much about it but simple things that even I could tell you could make a huge difference from an American standpoint well you know why it's because it's because you were able to personally handle your money and you understand how it works and 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 the government is essentially just a single entity and they should be able to handle money in the same way any human being does if you're if you're you know 10 trillion dollars in debt stop spending money cut back on things and save money that's that's common sense right and uh, obviously you know, we, we can't. Wait a minute. <laughs> to put common sense forth is, uh, you know, a crime. You're radical, and no, we need to uh, pass a stimulus bill and give it to the big bankers that are gonna, you know, spend it on on coke and hookers. Right. Exactly. Wildly and, inappropriate. And the real, the, the, <laughs> the false conservative talk show hosts don't really tell you these types of things. They'll just say, "Oh my goodness, we're moving into socialism," or "Oh my goodness, you know, the, 
Democrats are spending all of our money and get ready to have your uh, your wealth redistributed, all these kinds of stupid talking points that don't have any real meaning anymore. They're just talking points. But, yeah, you're right, Ben. And if you were to categorize me in any way, I'd say I'm an actual conservative mm-hmm. when it comes to money because I conserve money. I mean, that's what conservative means. Uh, not like the false red conservatives on, on the radio. But either I'm way, uh, it, it's just it's sad. And, mm-hmm. you know, when you when you if you could just take us out of these wars and stop this nonsense, which we know has nothing to do with national security, ultimately. And you know what? For the people out there that are plotting against us, use your black ops and do your stuff. Do your thing. Use the military budget to actually wax the real terrorists. You know, like you can still go out there and try to improve relations in foreign countries. But you don't need to occupy Iraq. You don't need to occupy Afghanistan. Get out of the heroin business, please. Okay, let's start working on building our country back up. But terrorists. Unfortunately, that's not what's going on. And I don't care if you're President Obama, Bush, or something in between. It's not going to happen. Uh, Mark, you're on the phone. What's up? Hey, guys. Hey, Mark. So I got a couple things, and I'm going to piss off that I'm warning you. Ben, you're off your game tonight. Your analysis is weak when you talk, and then you're silent on everything else. Oh, jeez. Jesus, man. Okay, Mark. You're a stupid son of a bitch. You want me to justify let, that? Let me, let, ben, let, me let, let me let Ben respond to the first claim, Mark, because now that you're on the phone, we, we can't get you off. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, God. Go All ahead. right, uh, Mark, you just, you're, again, man, you're just no, weird, dude. No, and, no and, curses, Ben. And, 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 last, <laughs> and last week, dude, you were, you were being weird again, and, uh, you know, Scott, my, my cousin, you thought who was my cousin, he's my brother-in-law, and then you go into the chat room and say, Ben Miller lives in Stanford, Connecticut, brother-in-law Scott, daughter Emma, like this is some type of game, like you're finding out who I am or something, that's like stalker talk, dude, could you not do that anymore, could you not be a weirdo, wait, wait, hold please? On, hold on a second, Mark, what do you think about uh, your... Oh, boy. See, we're building, we're building up the big match between you two. Uh, but Ben, what about he's? I saying, just don't appreciate the stalkerish type well, yeah, of behavior. Saying, you know what I mean? He's saying that you're off your game tonight. That you're not you're not performing well as a radio talk show host. What do you What do you say to that in in rebuttal? Now at least I'm performing. The dude's in the chat room talking to people. What the hell is he okay, doing? Mark, you're doing what, nothing. You're what, sitting on your pud. What? A- <laughs> <laughs> I believe that 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 word is acceptable. Ding ding ding. Right, Mark, uh, what else on your mind, Mark? Go ahead. You, you know, I, I do give you guys credit that you're on the air, but actually really what I'm calling about is you guys talk all this stuff, and, and I love you guys, and you guys know that. And, and mm-hmm. I mean, I would always listen to you no matter where you are, when you're on, if it's 3 in the morning, I'll be listening. But, you know, you guys give a lot of talk of the news. If I wanted to read the news, I would just go to CNN.com or Fox News or one of those. I, I'd love to see you guys do an hour, a whole show, an hour, dedicated to solutions. Yeah, that's that's a, that's actually Mark, a good idea, Mark. But dude, Mark, we just freaking gave the solution for the economic yeah. problem, and we analyze news, Mark. We don't just read freaking stories; we analyze it and we tell people what it means. That's what people listen to talk radio for. What the hell are you talking about, man? Yeah, keep, keep in mind too, Mark, that one one of the difficulties that we have here on this growing network is that we are hey, we're growing, we're very young, we're we're a toddler, maybe not even that old, and you know, a lot of times shows will have guests on, a lot of times shows will have bits and segments, and you know, you got to keep in mind too that because we're growing. And because we're still trying to fight to get up uh, above a certain level as far as a network and as far as a show goes, we don't have the luxury of having an 800 number, having guests on, which generally takes up a lot of the time and usually you can use uh, throughout the show to really keep it moving. So, And as you know, Mark, since you've been listening, a lot of people in the chat room and, and people who have been listening to us since we've been on WFU Radio, you've all noticed that the Animal Farm, you know, it, it's changed quite a bit because we have to try to fill up a lot of time with content. We don't have all of our segments up and running. Uh, we're trying to build those as well. But it's a good point. 
point. I mean, I, I know it's it, you know in this market, it's tough to talk about things and give solutions. And I know we we don't do that as much as we should. But it's not always that easy. You know, a lot of times you have to try to identify the problems and and what we do. And I'll let you return here. But uh, as far as the news goes, it's so important. I think, and maybe I'm wrong, but to keep the news flowing every day, we try to keep talking about news A, news B, news C. And one of the things we try to do, I try to do at least, is I try to keep people's memory in check and say, well, don't you remember back in the day when Rahm Emanuel said this? And mm-hmm. then, don't you remember when Obama promised this? And I try to keep everybody honest. Yeah. But go ahead, they're, they're in the chat room talking, and, and uh, I think Risen Renegade was like, you know, oh, you don't like us in the chat room. No, dude, I like you in the chat room. I know that most of the people in the chat room are doing other things besides in the chat room. I think Mark is in the chat room <laughs> just literally calling me a racist and doing nothing. That's why I'm ta- calling him out. I'm not calling out everybody else in the chat room. I believe Mark Most loves everybody us. in the chat room does something, has a website, has a show, does something, you know? Even free to put, put putting up those, uh, those uh, sexy pictures that yeah. get me off my game, frankly. Uh, Mark, any uh, any other thoughts? Go ahead. So let me get this right, Ben. You think I do nothing but sit in the room and call you a racist. Is that, that right? That's right, Mark. I do. It's on. The match is on. <laughs> Any other okay. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I, I guess you're as bad as you know the New World Order making these assumptions and with a closed mind <laughs> and just saying, well, this is what it is without any facts, without any proof whatsoever. I'm just waiting but for you I go to go uh... out there on the street corner on Sunday and I hold up signs and I hold up signs that says, you know, protest the Fed or when I'm going to get arrested on, on in April for having an orange jumpsuit on. I do this every year. It says President of the IRS. I guess that's doing nothing, right? Well, no, that's good, man, and that's and, a great thing, and I actually. appreciate that. But uh, you know, yeah, a little applause for Mark. Yeah, that's that's good stuff. That's great uh, stuff, Mark. We didn't, we, we, Mark, but, we don't, we don't know about any of the things because all thank we hear, thank you, thank you, yeah, love because, you, because all we hear is you go into the chat room and call me a racist. Yeah, it's like, it's almost like there's two marks. It's like the one mark that always calls Ben a racist and tries yeah. to cause trouble, but then there's the other mark who's like this incredible patriot who calls up and really keeps the show going. And I know and it's up weird, great points, man. And, and that's why I think Mark needs his own segment on the Animal Farm. Ben, your thoughts? Yeah, give him his own. Segment. Mark, what do you think you contribute? Uh, you could contribute. Well, I'm going to give some real life examples of how you can inform people, educate, and actually get the world the word out. I yeah. think it's great that you guys cover news. I said that from day. I said the first thing, right off the bat, day one with you guys is I think your analysis is great. I've called you up for your analysis, but I think at the same time you need some real world solutions. I mean, I'm not. I don't think it's right for me to go make a radio show. But I can go give people like the guy I'm going to work for, State Center, I can give them the Obama DVD that's sure. going to come out from Alex Jones. Or I can give somebody at the office one of the pious songs, the guy that loves music, and say, hey, there's an Obama song. He says, oh, that's great. Where'd you get it? And I tell him, Animal Farm Show. Yeah, great. No, like that. Mark, it's it's, it's, it's an excellent point. I think it's important to keep us in check. And uh, like we always tell you, I mean, it's difficult. You do a radio show day in, day out. Sometimes you you get on the air, maybe you you, you bitch and moan too much. And I think it's Mm -hmm. easy to fall into that trap. A lot of people do that. And uh, no, we will keep that in mind to try to keep the the solutions coming. It's hard to know what solutions are. Look, we we're not pretending. We we never ever say that. Oh yes, we have all the answers here on the Animal Farm. Mm -hmm. I mean, look what we do half the time. We're making fun of Obama with the Pastor Manning clips. But uh, but you're talking about you know just. In this one scenario, we we've given out the the solution to fix the economy so many times that you know we have to we have to say it before we even give the solution. No, we've said this before, and we have to you know right. let people know. Yes, we've said this before. We constantly have to keep reminding people. But part of part of figuring out what the solution is is figuring out what the problem exactly. is, and that's and that's one of the things that we do here on the show. You know. Yeah, Mark. Any any uh, any questions, or would you like us to give any analysis before we let you go? I've never. I, I mean, maybe I'm just dumb or retarded. I have never heard a real solution to the economy. 
Dude, okay, listen, right. right here. I'm gonna say it again. Okay, we'll say I'm it again. Say it again. Thanks for the call, okay? Mark. By the way. Yes, thank you very much. Everybody uh, loves you, and so do I. Thank you. Get rid of the federal income tax, okay? Yeah. Give people 30 percent more of their money. They will go out. They will. They will get themselves out of the debt. Out of debt. That will stimulate the banks. That will give them the money that they need. We cut defense spending by three quarters. That's $750 billion per year. We take that money and we pay off the debt in a 12-year in a uh, program probably is apparently what we'd probably need to pay off the debt, or maybe even 15 years. You can figure out the logistics, but that's the general notion of it. That in itself will fix the economy. Right, okay, Pyeth has a solution as well. I want to get Pyeth's take. What's your solution? 350 bars and 10,000 girls every night. Wow. That's, <laughs> well, that even, is that's even better solution. than mine. Uh, I will go <laughs> and I want to give my solution, Mark, just so we don't, you know, so we're, we're tell, you know, taking your claim seriously like any other claim. Uh, my solution will be to go maybe even further, Ben. And I am the radical who says abolish the Federal Reserve, give the American government the responsibility, the only responsibility, at least until we can figure out a way to start spreading it out and, you know, maybe use other people for currency, but uh, the American government should be the only organization that is legally allowed to print any money that is circulated. The abolish the Federal Reserve, like you said, get rid of the income tax, and I'm going to go even further and say, pull out of any of these countries, we got to reduce military spending. I know I'm getting hated by a lot of people for saying that, but you know what? This is out of control. We're spending hundreds of billions of dollars that we could be using to help veterans' health. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Maybe uh, reduce houselessness, maybe help the economy, health care. You know, we'll get to some health news tonight. seems like there's another camp secure on, on the horizon that will probably never see the daylight because so much of the checks and balances that should go into the FDA uh, is not getting there. But that's branching off for a bit. But as far as the economy goes, yeah, absolutely. Get rid of the Fed and uh, reduce the income tax. Give people their money back. No, Enough of this raping. None of this money yeah. that we're giving for income tax is going to anything regarding American or American citizens, something like that. So, yeah, I think therein lies a huge solution. Absolutely. And uh, no more stimulus bills for these big companies. I say screw them and let's start giving it back into the American taxpayer because we're the ones who are getting our heads washed, put it, put, yeah. to put it very lightly. Um, but there you go, Mark. There's just there's a solution on, on our end. I mean, we could be wrong, we could be right. Either way, I don't think it's debatable that uh, money is just spent so incredibly loosely in this country on just such nonsense, just garbage. You know, we talk, we can talk small change about uh, politicians' plans and the, the bridge to nowhere type stuff and the pork barrel. Even yeah. in the, What amazes me, Ben, is this guy just got into office. You figure for the first bill, for the first stimulus package, you figure you would have just had no pork in it just to make people believe or give the idea or the illusion that he's actually different, that we're actually getting a real politician that's going to help America. But no, even this bill has stuff in it that ranges from sexual transmitted disease stuff, and then there's the, the Patriot Act legislation. I mean, I've heard all kinds of stuff, all kinds of pork barrel legislation in this bill. So it's just it's garbage yeah. in garbage out, and mm -hmm. then garbage right back in. Yep. So, yeah, I think there's there's many solutions. And I, no, there are solutions, and a lot of people in the chat room are <clears throat> saying, you know, what is it that I can do? What is, you know, what is it that I personally can do? And the answer is get this information out. Let people know that there are solutions out there, not just the false ones that the politicians yeah. give you. Uh, let them know that there are real solutions. Tell them about cutting the income tax and getting rid of it, giving people 30% more of their paycheck. People are going to want to hear crap like that, right. you know? So uh, you as a person, yes, you can't completely get rid of the Federal Reserve on your own. Yes, you can't, um, you know, 
stop the stimulus bill by yourself, but you can go out there and you can spread the word and you can let people know that the stimulus bill is bogus and that the income tax is just ruining people's lives and that, and you know, the federal illegal. Exactly. And that, and that the federal reserve is an illegal organization. You have to let people know that. And, you know, going out there and sharing that information is prime to, uh, to, to, to getting the change that we need, the Not real question. change that we need. Yeah. Just go out and try to, and just ask 15, 20, 30, however many people ask them who has the only authority to print American money? A, they, they won't even know. And then when you tell them who it is and you show the bills to them, mm-hmm. well, you'll say, well, do you think that's an American organization? They'll say, yes, of course. No, it's not. Yeah. I still, I'm still trying to convince people that the Federal Reserve is not an American organization. They, they won't believe me. Yeah. So I know the sheeple must sleep and they must kind of hang out in the little barn. But uh, the other part of solutions that Mark was saying and I want to incorporate here, like, like we said, though, Ben, is we want to get people on the show that know more than us. Mm-hmm. Okay, That's the idea of the animal farms to get experts and people who are involved with organizations such as Veterans Health, like one of our good friends in the family. But we can't do that until we get this network off the ground, yeah. and that's been a huge problem. So we won't yep. get back into network drama, but that's the other thing too, folks. Keep in mind, the Animal Farm is not just going over news all day. It's much, much different. But uh, you know, we, we try to make the most of it. And uh, the stuff that we've talked about so far I think is important, Ben. I mean, look, the economy is hitting all of us. It's hitting me real hard. It's hitting all of us real hard. You have a family. You know, We're all trying to make it, mm-hmm. and we're all getting killed. And a- as we are scrapping around for a dime to pay for coffee, we have these huge corporations just amazingly getting this money and uh, uncontrollably spending it on just nonsense parties and jets and all yeah. this stuff. It's just it's out of control. And I do want to get into this Congressman uh, Gary Ackerman's rant. I, we haven't talked too much about Madoff, the stuff. Madoff scandal, but we gotta. You know, we're all pissed off tonight. Let's share some uh, great Gary Ackerman clips hmm. with you guys when we get back. Stay tuned, Animal Farm Show. Sad boy, who I am, it doesn't matter anymore. Who I am, boy, is the reason I'm not here. Storable food, storable food. HempUSA.org has an inexpensive, nutritionally dense, high-frequency food. Hemp, known around the world, will boost your immune system and increase energy levels. Detoxifies the body and reduces junk food cravings. Burns fat and builds muscle and is easy to digest, non-allergenic, and gluten-free. Can be made into smoothies, breads, muffins, pancakes, cookies, you name it. The entire planet should make this a staple food in their diet. The seeds will scrape the colon wall. The powder will feed the body vital minerals. And the oil will clean the arterial walls and feed the brain. Try our powder, seeds, and oil today. Call 908-691-2608 or go to HempUSA.org. That's 908-691-2608 at HempUSA.org. Remember, vacuum packaging this food will have at least a five-year shelf life stored in a cool, dark, dry place. Holidays are coming, and this would make a perfect gift for friends and family. Call today, 908-691-2608 at HempUSA.org. And remember, let your food be your medicine, and your medicine be your food. Government is best, which governs least. Wake up and smell the fascism. Being in government means never having to say you're sorry. What part of unconstitutional do you not understand, George? In today's world full of tyranny and injustice, sometimes it seems the only thing we still have is our freedom of speech. Exercise your freedom of speech by purchasing your choice of hundreds of different Liberty Stickers, from humorous to serious, at libertystickers.com. LibertyStickers.com can even customize your own bumper stickers. It's time to stand up for what you believe. Invest in your freedom. Get your stickers at LibertyStickers.com for your family, friends, and community. 
Go to LibertyStickers.com or call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. And express your freedom of speech today. Call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. Now, you and your friends and family can enjoy the cleanest, most delicious, and healthy drinking water anytime, even while traveling, camping, at sporting events, or in emergency situations. The Berkey Light removes bacteria, cysts, parasites, and harmful chemicals to below detectable levels. It reduces nitrates and unhealthy minerals like lead and mercury while leaving in the beneficial and nutritional minerals your body needs. The Berkey Light is so powerful, it can purify raw, untreated water from remote lakes and streams. The optional PF2 filters even remove fluoride. The Berkey Light LED, with its rechargeable lighting system, can be used as a nightlight or camp light. To view or purchase your Berkey water system and replacement filters, please visit Freedom Underground Radio's website homepage at WFURadio.com and click the Berkey banner. Once again, that's WFURadio.com and click the Berkey water banner. Not yet available in Iowa. Online, all the time. Your gateway to the world. Freedom Underground Radio. I encourage you to refer to this program frequently. Freedom Underground Radio. Well, it looks like the uh, Senate has come to an agreement on the uh, spending package. Some people call it a stimulus package, but actually it's uh, not a stimulus package. It's just a pure spending uh, package. But uh, because uh, three of the Republicans have agreed to vote with the Democrats, it looks like they will be able to get something passed. And, of course, we're supposed to be very happy about it because uh, it had been proposed to be about $900 billion, and this will be $800 billion. But this is not unusual in Washington. Propose a higher number and then pretend you're acting fiscally conservative by cutting back a little bit. The one thing that we don't know is whether some of those cuts were elimination of tax breaks. In Washington, if uh, you uh, cut taxes, they record this as a cost to government. And unfortunately, a lot of conservatives have fallen into using this language. Uh, so the two should be separate. We should always be for tax cuts, but we should also be always for uh, uh, spending cuts as well. Uh, it looks like uh, today the package will be uh, passed, and then uh, the question is is whether it will go directly to the House in this manner, then the House rubber stamps it, or whether it goes to a conference. Right now it looks more like it will go to a conference, which will take a couple days to hammer that out, but uh, they don't have to worry about passing it in the House because uh, uh, the majority uh, is, is so strong there, and even when Republicans stick together, it, they can't defeat a bill. You know, it's encouraging to see the Republicans standing up uh, uh, against the big spending uh, Democrats. All the Republicans voted against the package uh, in the House. Uh, it's unfortunate that uh, the three Republicans uh, caved in and went with the Democrats. But, you know, in, in some ways, it's uh, too little too late. Uh, it's, uh, it's like they're born-again uh, budget conservatives. It, uh, where were we in the past eight years uh, when we could have done something? 
And it's the last eight years that has set this uh, uh, situation up. So we can't blame the Democrats for the conditions we have. We have to blame both parties and uh, presidents of the last several uh, decades that have generated this huge uh, government. The question is, is why is it so bad for government to come in and start spending money? Because it's well intended. They want to stimulate the economy. And probably on occasion, with all these hundreds of billions of dollars, there will be a job or two created that's actually productive. But what they don't tell you is that job came from someplace else that would have been in the private sector. But all the spending is done, uh, is accomplished by taking it out of a, the productive economy. Sure, we want more spending. We need a lot more spending in the economy, but it has to be done by market forces, by individuals, by business uh, businesses making proper decisions. A lot of times, people concentrate on the problems of the Fed, which I do all the time, and that is uh, the Fed's responsibility for for uh, creating the financial bubbles. They they create new money out of thin air, lower interest rates artificially, and cause people to do things they otherwise wouldn't have done. They malinvest. They build too many houses. Today we have 19 million houses that are uh, unoccupied. Most people think that inflation is only high prices, but that is just one of the consequences of inflation. Inflation is the distortion of interest rates in the money supply, which causes people to do dumb things. And uh, right now we have resorted to trying to solve that problem by government spending more money, borrowing money, and asking the Fed to even inflate more. So in spite of, uh, of the importance of this spending package that is being rushed through the, uh, uh, the House and Senate right now, uh, the bigger problem is that the Fed is still intact, secretly passing out trillions of dollars, causing people to make more and more mistakes. So, Amen. Yeah, that was I mean, uh, Ron Paul. Yeah, consistency, consistency. Consistency. How, how long has this man been saying this? Since like the early 70s. Yeah. And if anybody wants to see that, go to animalfarmshow.com. It is there. You can it find is. it. Indeed. You know, and, and that's you know that, that's where I guess we would turn for solutions. I mean, he has it wrapped up. And you know, I've talked to a lot of people about his potential uh, solutions if he were ever to be president or someone of that power. And you got to see people's. Oh my God, abolish the Fed. That's radical. So <laughs> okay. uh, yeah, or course. at least legalize competition. What's wrong with a radical change? I mean, I don't understand. Uh, well, anyway. you know what? it is and i was thinking about this it's so funny that you said that what's wrong with a radical change it was like okay when hitler started invading other countries was it radical to go to war with him right or did you need to do it you need to freaking do it because it's right. hitler it was a radical thing to do but what did you want to do you know sit back on your ass and not and, and just let him take over the world well that's slave everybody that's what i took from that ron paul clip he just played ben and i actually hadn't heard that one yet but it's one of the key parts of it was earlier maybe about a minute or so in where he says it's basically already too late mm-hmm. because this is the result of what we've already done um, and, and I think maybe what he was implying was that this bill is going to pass pretty much no matter what. Uh, and, and I think it will. I think it absolutely will pass yeah. no matter what. I think it's going to go through. Uh, I just hope that I hope to God he's wrong. I really hope that there is some kind of way out of this. But just just trying to get uh, some aggression out. I wanted to play. My father t- uh, told me about this guy, uh, Gary Ackerman, representative. Oh yeah. And uh, he <laughs> goes, hey, he's a congressman, and he erupts basically, or really starts getting on the case of the Security Exchange Commission members. During 
during the hearings about Bernie Madoff, which, by the way, nothing's really being done about him. But uh, there, I guess CNN reported on it, and it was all in response to Harry Markopoulos, who goes out there and he was saying basically that I could have figured this out in five minutes about uh, Madoff. And I'll play the first. Play. Welcome back, I'm Rick Sanchez. Uh, th- these are the words that are being used uh, by Mr. Congressman Ackerman: an unbelievable story of government ineptitude. Or worse is how, in part, he's describing what he has been seeing from the SEC. Keep in mind, these are the people who are supposed to check the people on Wall Street. Did they drop the ball? And if so, just how badly? Take a listen. The key tip-off, and it took me about five minutes to figure out that he was a fraud, so it, it took extensive time and research. I basically read a strategy description. This is the uh, the guy Markopoulos. He's being he's being facetious uh, about how he basically figured out what this entire commission couldn't figure out in five minutes. That wasn't the source of his returns because then I looked at his. I, I knew right away by looking at his performance chart, and I wish I had a whiteboard and easel here, but I don't. So I'm going to give you a hand signal, and I'm going to show you what his performance return line looked like. It was a 45 degree angle, without any variation. It went in only one direction, up. All right, that's Harry Markopoulos. So that yeah, that's Harry Markopoulos, and he's basically saying, "Look, I could have figured this out about Madoff. Why can't these this huge commission not figure it out?" And this is quite a long clip; it's about over five minutes. But we have here Gary Ackerman, who, to quote my father, "I would elect this guy president of the United States." (laughs) I'm not sure. I don't. I'm not doing a background check on it, but he is on fire, and you could tell he's ready to pop a vein. Listen to this. I am frustrated beyond belief. We're talking to ourselves, and you're pretending to be here. (laughs) I really don't understand what's going on. Previous witness said that you guys, as an agency, act like you're deaf, dumb, and blind. And I figured you were going to... Coming here, you're going to testify before Congress, and don't dare tell anybody you testified before Congress. You're going to be subjected to, to, to violation of false advertising lawsuits. All right? You've told us nothing. And I believe that's your intention. I figured you'd leave your blindfolds and your duct tape and your earplugs behind, but you seem to be wearing them today. And instead of telling us anything, you read from the preamble of your mission statement and broke it up into five segments. What the heck went on? Your mission, you said, was to, was to uh, protect investors and detect fraud quickly. How'd that work out? <laughs> what went wrong? By the way, the faces of the subcommittee members right now, they look like me when I was in middle school when I used to get to go to the principal's office. <laughs> Children and I used to get it, I used to get reamed out by the principal on a <laughs> weekly basis, and I'm sure my mother's laughing right now saying, yes, you certainly did. <laughs> it seems to me a private, with all of your investigators and all of your agency and everything that, that you all describe, one guy with a few friends and helpers discovered this thing nearly a decade ago, led you to this pile of dung that is that is Bernie Madoff and stuck your nose in it, and you couldn't figure it out. You couldn't find your backside with two hands if the lights were on. Could you explain yourselves? Would that be a future Pieth clip? Yes. You have single-handedly diffuse the American public of, of any sense of confidence in our financial markets if you are the watchdog. You have totally and thoroughly failed in your mission. Don't you get it? 
And now other people are investigating what you should have found out, and you're hiding behind, well, maybe we can't talk because someone else is looking at it. Well, you forfeited your right to investigate by not doing it, certainly not doing it properly or adequately. And now you're trying to tell us that because other people are looking at it, you're not going to tell us what's going on? Like hell you won't. That's right. Republican Ga Representative, excuse me, Gary Ackerman. Play gotta, more of this yeah, when we get back. Like, this is a great <laughs> clip. This guy should be elected president. Stay tuned. Gold prices are at historic highs, and with the recent pullback, this is a great time to buy. With the value of the dollar, risks of inflation, geopolitical uncertainties, and instability in world financial systems, I see gold going up much higher. Hi, I'm Tim Fry at Roberts & Roberts Brokerage. Everybody should have some of their assets in investment-grade precious metals. At Roberts & Roberts Brokerage, you can buy gold, silver, and platinum with confidence from a brokerage that's specialized in the precious metals market since 1977. If you are new to precious metals, we will happily provide you with the information you need to make an informed decision whether or not you choose to purchase from us. Also, Roberts & Roberts Brokerage values your privacy and will always advise you in the event that we would be required to report any transaction. If you have gold, silver, or platinum you'd like to sell, we can convert it for immediate payment. Call us at 800-874-9760. We're Roberts & Roberts Brokerage. 800-874-9760. Deadline Live and Jack Ludd are proud to announce our new bookstore. Okay, it's not really our online bookstore where you can get every title, book, and DVD you hear about on our live show. It's brought to you by the people at Brave New Books. BraveNewBookstore.com is the newest, bravest, and most complete bookstore online today. And their DVD selection has all the titles you need to decode the new world order and fight the information war. BraveNewBookstore.com has awesome t-shirts to proudly display your patriotism and liberty stickers to alert the public at large. Brave New Books is physically located at 1904 Guadalupe Street under the Chase Bank Building next to UT in Austin, Texas. So stop on by and maybe stay for one of their film showings. Go to bravenewbookstore.com now to peruse the virtual bookstore and look for the Jack Blood recommended section. Or call them at 866-516-6623. 866-516-6623 to order the books and videos you hear about on Deadline Live. Be the resistance. Tell your friends about bravenewbookstore.com. Hemp, the superfood for you and your family. Hemp has nutritional values that far exceed any known plant. Hemp, used for food, clothing, and shelter since time began. Hemp, this God-given food source is controlled by your government, making it not legal to grow for American people and farmers, but legal to import. Our founding fathers grew hemp because they knew of the benefits it offered. The protein powders, seeds, and oil are available through HempUSA.org. Recommended daily intake of this food source will allow the body to heal itself from many ailments. Loaded with potassium, magnesium, calcium, essential fatty acids, amino acids, and nutrients not available in other plants. Hemp can be stored with a long shelf life as a life-sustaining food source for you and your family. Could this be the government's best-kept secret? Call today at 908-691-2608 and see what the powder, seeds, and oil can do for you. Learn. Help. Shop at HempUSA.org. We do not charge for shipping. That's 908-691-2608 or go to HempUSA.org today. This is not your daddy's talk radio. Yo, what's up? Check this out. Freedom. Underground. Radio. 
there's another old saying, Senator. Don't piss down my back and tell me it's raining. Yeah, that's cool. Certainly not doing it properly or adequately. And now you're trying to tell us that because other people are looking at it, you're not going to tell us what's going on? Like hell you won't. What happened here? That's the question. Do we start with hear no evil, see no evil, or do no evil? Take your pick. <laughs> I only have five minutes. Don't let, start. let me start with enforcement. As I said, we did an investigation, and we began an investigation in 2006, and it was closed without action. Why was it closed without action? What did you investigate? What methodology did you use? And if you, if in the interest, were you suspicious when a guy had a one-man accounting firm investigating a 50 billion dollar empire? And you keep saying alleged, alleged. This guy confessed on national television. You might have noticed. And as I said, our objective is to actually hold him accountable in a court of law, bearing you our burden. Speaking as Linda Thompson, T H O M S E N, Securities and Exchange Commission Enforcement Director. Stupid <laughs> bitch. We have we have a pending action pending in the Southern District of New York. You took action after the guy confessed. He turned himself in. Don't give yourself any pat on the back for that. And Congressman, every time. Why we... didn't you find him? Is the question. I understand your question, and we cannot answer as to the specifics. I can oh, talk generally. You know, if anybody made the case... Because we're being paid by someone, Mr. Yeah. Ackerman. Mr. Marco Polos, and I didn't think anybody could, about you people being completely inept. You've made the case better than him. Well, sir, I... I... I am sorry you feel that way, profoundly. Uh, we I think I'm reflecting what the American public feels. How are they supposed to have confidence that if somebody goes to you with a complaint, gives it to you on a silver platter, with all of the investigation, with all of the numbers, with all of the data, telling you exactly what he did, how he did it, and why he did it, and how he knows that, and after a period of a half a dozen or, or eight years, you don't know anything. I can only talk about what we do, what we do overall. No, no. We want to know specifically. I don't know what your general purpose in life is. I don't need you to come here to tell me that you hate fraud. <laughs> hate when that happens, don't you? He goes like, I hate when that happens, Bueller. don't you? I love that. It's great. Bueller. But you're supposed to find it out before it happens. In enforcement, obviously, we can't, and I understand that concern. In enforcement, we bring, last year we brought 670-some-odd cases. In the past two years, we brought 70 cases involving Ponzi schemes. In those 70 cases, uh, close to Listen, listen I'm, I'm, I'm sure you have medals and, and, and ribbons and, no. and, and stuff like that, and congratulations on all the good stuff that you've done. I don't want to belittle any of that. But this is huge. Yeah. How do you miss that? And, and, and we know that there are mini Madoffs out there. They're starting to surface. You, you missed all of those, too. But this one, this one you were pointed at. And, and, and Mr. Marco Polo says he's going to give you another one tomorrow. He's not even giving it to you. He's giving it out to someone else because nobody has confidence in you guys anymore. That's maybe, right. Maybe the once again, Representative Gary Ackerman. <laughs>
Democrat of New York. Uh, right, he's going off like Christian Bale, right? <laughs> Where you like, you can't even answer him. He doesn't even want to hear the answer. But it's, that's what it is. I mean, you know, and I think you know maybe this is a perfect show to be playing this particular clip because you know, as as was suggested before by Mark, and as we talked about, I mean, I know we talk about problems, and I I'm firmly going to stand by the the fact that you have to uncover a problem before you could find a solution to it. And frankly, Ben, we don't always have solutions. Uh, I'm sorry to say. I mean, no one ever promised you that we were the smartest lads. But, but recognizing the problem is rec- part of the solution. Yeah, and, and the problem is we, you're tr- we're trying to pick through the weeds so often every day on the farm. It's you know We're trying to find out what's really going on, uncover this sheet, and uncover here, uh, underneath this blanket, and un- you know between these weeds. We're trying to figure out, oh my goodness, you know there's so much deception, and it goes to ridiculous lengths. Even in the truth movement, mm-hmm. there's you know, there's agents and all these people. So yeah. I don't want to get involved with that, but uh, maybe it's it's perfect that we talk about uh, Representative Ackerman here, and he is absolutely voicing the concern of Americans because I mean, when is enough enough? And frankly, Ben, I I can't really tell you some of the solutions I can think of when I get mad because I would go to jail for them. But uh, that's just the way I, I'm frustrated. What yeah. do you want from me? I'm upset. That's why we're doing this. You know, that's why yeah. we started doing it in the first place because we're sick and tired of of sheeple ignorance in the in the face of truth. Yeah. No, no, no. I Sorry. Mean, when I, you're absolutely right, man, and I share your anger and your frustration completely, man. And I do. I know you do. A lot of times I do, you know, and we even talk about this on air, of course, off air, of course, um, you know, about the some of the more drastic measures that we think about. You know what I mean? That I don't want to think about. That you don't want to think about, you know, but it's 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 really a matter of, of what is going to, you know, what is going to be better for America. And right now, in my opinion, grabbing a sniper rifle and, and popping off politicians is not going to no, be better I agree. for America. No, I couldn't agree more, Ben. I, yes, that's what we want to do. Yes, well, that, yes, and, and at a certain point, I think that will be the only line of defense. I do think that at a certain point, and this may be crazy and I may get locked up for this, but at a certain point, we we may have to go out and start you know well, popping off people in defense of our own lives in defense of ourselves. It comes down to yeah. Well, there's two things. Either if we have to defend ourselves, then I'm going to use my gun, and if you don't like that, it's too bad. The other thing that we're talking about is is actively you know murder. I mean, murder is not going to be just even for Bernie Madoff. Like we t- me and Pi talked about yesterday, that's not what we're talking about. We don't want to see people murdered. Yeah. We want to see people held accountable mm-hmm. for their actions in government and outside of government. But when it comes and, to the, uh, I'm sorry. Go no, ahead. no, I'm saying, and, and we've really not talked about. Madoff, and I didn't want to talk about it because it's Madoff. I just wanted to, you know, share Representative Gary Ackerman's uh, distraught anger because that's what we're all feeling. Mark was feeling. Everybody in the chat, we're all really upset at this point. Yeah. And we're just sick and tired of every day the news gets worse, and every day nothing else gets done. So I don't know. You want a solution? Uh, you know, do what you have to do. Go to your congressman. Talk to them. Talk to your fellow friends. It's about alerting people. We have to make people alert before yeah. we can gather together. But Folks, you know, we're in a tough place. What do you want from me? I don't have all the answers. I wish I did. we got to mobilize the troops, essentially. Yeah, you know, well, we have to, how we, do you do that when the whole movement is being corrupted by other people? Yeah. Well, you, 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 know, you, you put aside all the difference and you, <laughs> and, you, and you ask each other, what is it that you truly agree with? You know what I mean? Right, now, right. now, of course, there are, you know, like, let's look at 9-11, for example, okay? Right. There are a zillion different brands of the 9-11 truth. are the of ones course. that think the energy beams took down the towers, the one thing <laughs> the that think is. the holograms were, yeah, the planes were holograms. Then you have the people that are more interested in the factual data of the pre-intelligence beforehand. Who knew what? When did they know it? Why didn't they say anything? Then you have the people that are, you know, into the demolition thing. You know, what? How, how did the towers come down? Um, it, was, it was impossible for planes to do this. Right. You have all these different, a lot uh, of different theories. Yeah, a lot of different groups and a lot of different theories. In my opinion, in order to, you know, to get a solution, you have to boil all that down to one thing: 
a re a new investigation into right. 9/11. Well, you know what I mean? Exactly, Ben. And, and not, not to stay on 9/11, but the idea is never mind what you believe. Let's figure out what we all can do to change something. And like mm-hmm. you said, maybe the best way is to let, let's demand a new investigation. Let's find out ways to get a new investigation. Uh, it doesn't matter right now the specific facts of that day or any other huge event. It doesn't matter if it was space. Being. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Okay, I don't care if you're a scientist. I don't care who what studies you've done. I mean, I like to talk about it. I like to hear alternate alternative theories. I'm an open-minded person. Yeah. That doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what the color was. It just matters that it happened and there are huge holes in the story and there are certain pieces of evidence that are being withheld from us that I can prove. Yeah, because the commission you... withheld evidence. There's your proof. What do you want? Exactly. And then you could look at and then you could look at that investigation and you could put everybody behind that because the energy beamer people can find out if it was an energy beam or not yeah. by that investigation and the people uh, that want to know who who knew what and when they could find out by that investigation the 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 demolition people can find out through that you know investigation so if we all push for this investigation we can all get our answer our, well, our, the answers to the questions that we perhaps have. ben i mean perhaps. I, think, I think a lot of argument would say well who's going to investigate it and who yeah. are they funded by i know i listen nothing comes easy at this point but no the point of the matter is look when there's a crime scene the first thing you do is take your pictures you look at all the evidence and you figure out what the most common cause of, of the problem was mm-hmm. and then you go from there you know we're just asking for it i mean people died you know americans died on that day a lot of people died and it was a tragic day yeah we have a right to ask any questions that we want the beauty of free speech but we want to change gears though when we get back this new dca not do new new video i saw dca cancer cure we'll talk about that in some health news on the other side stay tuned and the power segment don't forget Of the 3 million-plus edible food plants that grow on Earth, no other single plant can compare with the nutritional value of the powder, seeds, and oil of the hemp plant. At HempUSA.org, we ship worldwide these nutritional products with free shipping to the U.S. and Canada. At HempUSA.org, we want to educate our listeners that edible hemp is not marijuana and is certified THC-free. Our powder is 50% protein and does not contain gluten. Gluten impairs the cells from absorbing nutrients. This nutrient-dense food can be stored up to five years when vacuum-packed and is priced affordably to be used as a storable food. HempUSA.org is a bulk shipper starting with five pounds and up. To allow this food to work for you, call 908-691-2608 or go to HempUSA.org and order today. The body will react and heal itself given the proper nutrition. This superfood will be your greatest asset. So try it today, store it today, and change your life. Call 908-691-2608 or order from HempUSA.org. Collectors, outdoor enthusiasts, survivalists. The Army-Navy store from your memory as a child is just that, a memory. But there is still one place to find everything from gas masks to ammo cans and find it cheap. MainMilitary.com. Get hard to find objects like real wool blankets for under 20 bucks, canteens for just $2, or trioxane fuel for just a dollar a box. M-A-I-N-E, Military.com, with free shipping on items over $150, not including heavy items. Find surplus items for cheap now, like 30 caliber cleaning kit for just $2. 
$9.99 a piece or a dozen for $30. Flare pistols are only $25. Want to add a brand new Israeli gas mask to your collection? Kids and adult sizes are just $20. Get G3 mags for just $2 or a military fuel can for only $16. Add the siphon hose for another $7.99. Find it all online at MainMilitary.com. With shipping throughout the world, check out MainMilitary.com or call 877-608-0179. That's 877-608-0179. Call today. Hey, Jack Blood here, host of Deadline Live. I wanted to share with you my secret weapon in fighting the new world order. It's a new product called Enerfood. Enerfood is bar none the best health supplement I've tried, and I've tried them all. With many ingredients like spirulina, chlorella, dulse, kelp, barley, grass, alfalfa, leaf, beetroot, orange peel, winter cherry root, it really is nothing less than superfood. I couldn't imagine having to shop and prepare all of these ingredients, but now I don't have to. Enerfood's done it for me. A simple scoop of powder every day is all. All it takes. No fillers, no miracle claims, no magic bullets. Just a real product with real results. Call them today and mention Jack Flood and get a special discount. Get the two-pack special with the coconut oil powder. Call them now, 1-866-762-9238. 1-866-762-9238. Or simply go to enerfood.com. That's E-N-E-R, enerfood.com. Tell them Jack Flood sent you. Welcome to the world's meeting place. F-R-E-E-D-O-M Radio. Freedom Underground Radio. Out of these troubled times, our fifth objective, a new world order can emerge, a new era, freer from the threat of terror, stronger in the pursuit of justice, and more secure in the quest for peace. That's what it's all about on the Animal Farm. Getting it done, getting her done. Word. I would normally give up the uh, number, and I wanted to talk about some uh, health news, but unfortunately, I wasn't looking at my clock, and it is uh, indeed almost time for the quintessential um, proverbial, I should say, power <laughs> segment on the Animal Farm show. So we'll get to this. Basically, uh, it's DCA, which stands for dichloroacetate. DCA is the symbol. Uh, and it's being talked about. I think this is a, in, quite an old video out of CTV. I, I haven't done a lot of check on this, Ben. That's my fault. I will look into it. Being somewhat of a health dude, I enjoy health news. Uh, but apparently, it's a very non-expensive, non-patentable way. Uh, cancer cure. It's ultimately, you know, uh, I guess, ultimately. But we'll, we'll get nice. to that tomorrow. I want to get into that and so much more. There's new Japan scientists now coming out, and they've, they've identified a possible cancer-suppressing enzyme. There's a new tool to pre- predict uh, the outcome of women's breast cancer. And then there's also a new gel that apparently protects, protects women from AIDS coming yeah. out of Fox News. So there's so much about that. And then I wanted to add in this one-in-five-minute risk for drinking problem, which I think it's worse here. But we'll get to all these things tomorrow night, some health news on the way. But we, we do want to talk about the power segment on the Animal Farm. And I think, Pi, if you can cue up that lovely music, and we can just feel the adrenaline in our veins, go ahead, give it a get her done. <laughs> right. Oh man! You wanna let it go? 
Championship. That's right. Okay. Well, thank you for that power segment. Nice. Yeah. Indeed. <laughs> WikiLinks publishes a billion dollars of semi-secret reports. This is out of Raw Story. Change you can download. The whistleblower site WikiLinks has released more than a billion dollars of Congressional Research Service reports, semi-secret reports that are prepared for Congress and not classified but not uh, deliberately circulated to the public. The publication of the reports online marks a new day for public transparency in government. Many of the reports have been made available by blogs like Secrecy News, which regulates, uh, regularly posts Congressional Whoops. Research Service reports, but their publication has never been so extensive. Power segment continues. That's right. I'm sorry I did that. Uh, I'm embarrassed that I did that. <laughs> That's right. Fed up with the financial crisis, try Antarctica. Sorry, I might go, Ben. Although I cannot stand this weather anymore. I'm dying for the warmth. Of all people, where there are based Antarctica, Reuters uh, published this article saying anyone wanting to get away from the financial crisis might apply for a two to two and a half year job on the only continent without a bank, Antarctica. Damage most- Alaskan wildlife preserves. <laughs> <laughs> most scientists and other staff visit Antarctica in the summer, but the British Antarctic Survey is among the few employers on the icy continent to offer a handful of two-and-a-half-year stints. I guess kind of like jobs, Ben. The economy elsewhere is going downhill. It's a good time to get away from it all, says Terry Souster, age 24, a South African marine assistant who arrived at the British Rothera base in the late 2008 and... Works as a diver. Good Lord. In Antarctica, my goodness. <laughs> she is due to leave the Antarctic Peninsula in 2011. Many long stairs say they love working there with wildlife such as penguins and whales and ever-changing views over a bay filled with icebergs, but they have to cope with the separation from family friends over two dark, cold winters, and I would imagine... Yeah, go ahead and finish up! Yeah. Finish up! And the temperature's got to <laughs> suck. Power segment continues. Stay warm. <laughs> nice. I want to give a little shout-out... Uh, to my dad, who was on the show Thursday. Yes, he was. He participated. Go ahead, Ben. Yeah, he, he participated in the show, and uh, he, he gave an answer to for Constitution Day. He thought that Constitution Day was February 5th, uh, but it actually wasn't. It was That was the Mexican Constitution He was wrong. Day. Now, let me ask you this, Ben. Did you, tell, did you co-opt him in telling your brother-in-law the wrong answer? What do you mean? No, wasn't this for the uh, answer for the uh, game yes. show? Yep. Because your your brother-in-law said that you told your father to deliberately get the answer wrong <laughs> no. so you would win the game show. No, definitely. Which you not. only tied, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> no, de- definitely not. He he just looked at his calendar and it, it was the Mexican Constitution Day. Okay. Well, so yeah. All right. So yeah. Shout out your pop, your pop Duke's a great dude, man. I met him. He's he's a good man. He's a good dude. He's a smart dude. I'm surprised you got that wrong. I know. I still but, think uh, I, yeah. I still think you were involved. Maybe you paid him off. You're like you're you're corrupt, Ben. <laughs> you're an agent, perhaps. <laughs> all right. Which, Power segment. Hackers clone passports in drive-by RFID heist. Yes. This is very uh, cheap, if I'm not mistaken. Absolutely. A British hacker has shown how easy it is to clone U.S. passport cards that use RFID by conducting a drive-by test on streets of San Francisco. Chris Paget... Director of Research and Development at Seattle-based IO Active used a U.S. $250 Motorola RFID reader and an antenna mounted in a car's side window and drove for 20 minutes around San Francisco with a colleague videotaping the demonstration. During the demonstration, he picked up the details of two U.S. passport cards, which are fitted with RFID chips and can be used instead uh, of traditional passports to travel to Canada, Mexico, and the Caribbean. I personally believe that RFID is very unstable for tacking people. 
all, he says, I don't believe we should have any kind of identity document with RFID tags in them. My ultimate goal here would be uh, my dream for this research would be to see the entire Western Hemisphere travel initiative be uh, scrapped. So apparently this guy uh, created RFID uh, rippers and was driving around San Francisco and was just taking people's identities. Incredible. Incredible. And that's why RFID is a very poor idea. And that's probably why the stock has plummeted recently for a lot of the companies that do it Mm -hmm. because it's easily hackable. Power segment continues. Our public service announcement here. Uh, I do want to, you know, lest we be accused of not being activists. Anybody listening to the show right now in Maryland, if you wouldn't mind going near a computer very soon and going to deadlinelive.info, D-E-A-D, linelive.info. That's our chat room uh, because there apparently there's some people there. They want to organize something, and uh, I'm all for it. I don't, yeah. I don't even know what it is, and I'm for it. How do you like that? <laughs> That's probably a big mistake on my part. But once again, anybody <laughs> from Maryland, Pied is giving me notes as we speak. And it's, uh, oh, yes, it's Risen Renegade, one of our favorite fans and listeners, a great man. Indeed. Great patriot. And he's a good friend of the show. And he is trying to organize something here. And, I, again, I apologize. I don't exactly know what it is. I'm not looking at the chat room right now. But whatever it is, I'm for it because it's him. So I'm going to put my trust in him and Absolutely. elect him as Secretary of State. Anyway, gaming is the future of classroom instruction. Once again, folks, DeadlineLive.info. Go to the chat room, little link there, and you can talk to these people and they can get something going. Anyway, uh, the FETC eye-opening keynote speaker, Jim Brazell stresses the importance that gaming will soon have uh, in K-12 through classrooms, Ben. This is interesting and probably something that I'm going to be for. Gaming is moving out of the entertainment domain and into other areas, says Jim Brazil, president of VentureRamp.com. We now have serious games. There are applications of video games to domains other than entertainment. He said that January 22nd on an eye-opening keynote, so named for the start time 28 minutes after sunrise during the Florida Education Technology Conference. Uh, he goes on to say, games have crossed into serious domains Domains such as healthcare and military training, and have begun to give birth to new models of playing, learning, and socializing. He said, uh, "Even your daughter uh, pointed out that one time that it helps hand-eye coordination, and I, that That's impressed true. me so much because I'm like, oh, you little gamer, I love it. Uh, you can get more data in a video game than in any other education area." Brazil said, adding that gaming allows for the convergence of physical, virtual, and Im- imaginary realities. Video games have been used for things as, such as um, emergency response training and language acquisition. The utility of gaming derives from the fact that mammals learn best through play, according to Brazil. So great nice. stuff. This one is out of eschoolnews.com. Power segment is still going, and it's going to go on and on and on until we hear the Bob Marley song. <laughs> Good stuff. Piggybacking off of what you were saying, man. <laughs> gotta let you gotta let the face. I know. Televisions to be fitted in contact lenses within 10 years. Oh, great, I can't wait. Isn't that crazy? Televisions could be fitted in contact lenses within 10 years, according to analysts. Uh, the sets would be powered by the viewer's body heat, according to Ian Pearson, a so-called futurologist who has advised leading companies, including BT, on new technologies. Mr. Pearson told the Daily Mail he believed that channels could be changed by voice command or via a wave of the hand. Meanwhile, emotional viewing could be another development in television technology, according to a report commissioned by the technology retailer Comet. A digital tattoo fitted to the viewer uh, would pick up on the feelings of characters on screen and create impulses, causing them to feel the same way. Oh, my goodness. Bizarre, man. I thought video games were real enough, but... 
Apparently not. Well, I mean, you know, it's one thing if you're playing a video game, but to watch tele... I mean, how much more are they going to go with this? But yeah. uh, well. the development could see James Bond fans uh, become able to feel the thrill of a high-speed car chase or sports fans, fans allowed to share the joy of elated players, it said. Or you can oh, feel wow. the piercing of a bullet through your stomach if you're watching Bond. That's <laughs> what I want to feel. I want to feel pain while I watch James Bond films. Or for great. porn. That's right, Pius. Well, that's different, yeah. That's, that's one, like where your head's that's at, one application that I would be for. Come to butthead. <laughs> Power segment continues. I think this is the final one. I don't know. You never know with these days. It's hard to know. A cop uses a taser to save an elderly man from a charging bull. Here's uh, one application of tasers that we've never talked about. A police officer used his taser to control a bull that attacked a man in, on a Minnesota farm. <laughs> Stearns County Sheriff's Office says a 74-year-old Melvin Punsack was knocked down and attacked by a bull while he and his wife were trying to herd cows on their son's farm late Sunday morning. I have that trouble all the time. Uh, Rose Punsack, <laughs> age 66, was forced to stand on a snowpile for safety. At first, responders could not help Melvin Punsack because the animal was too aggressive, of course. So an, uh, an Albany police officer used his taser on the bull to allow rescue members to get Punsack out and take him to the hospital. Quote, it wasn't like he was a real man. It just kind of was playing with us, you know. Rose Punsack totally starts to be him. He was putting his head down, which I didn't appreciate. Her husband says he's pretty sore, but everything is holding up and he is alive. So there you go. At least there is some use for tasers. After all, power segment does continue. <laughs> Can't talk anymore. MIT team, MIT team <laughs> shows six cents wearable computer. Another tech tech story ticky, here. Ticky, ticky. MIT researchers have finally invented a wearable computer that doesn't make you look like a complete dork. The secret? Getting rid of the screen and keyboard, according to uh, agency Fresh France Press. Uh, instead, what the MIT team calls the Sixth Sense device, or rather series of devices, projects what you need to see or use into any flat surface, which you can then use as a screen or keyboard. The system made up a, a, of a $350 worth of off-the-shelf parts, a webcam, a web-connected smartphone, and a mini projector. Interesting. All right. That That's does it for insertion. us. That is called insertion, indeed. That does it for us on the Animal Farm for this Monday edition. Tomorrow, we're going to do some health news and some more political news and whatever else comes afloat, like the turds often do in this government. <laughs> and we will have some good news, actually, some good health news and some possible solutions for you. So hopefully, you've dealt with us on Monday, but Tuesday certainly is always better than Monday as far as the Animal Farm show goes. So uh, like I always try to remember to say, but I forget, take your medicine, trust the government, don't ask any questions, and listen to the Animal Farm every single night from 6 to 8 Eastern Time. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you. Goodbye. Goodbye.